0: Hello and welcome, everyone, to Gunpowder Trees and No Plot. I am your DM and host, as always, Adam Cookson, and I am joined by my three regular co-hosts, Matt Dennis, Flo Dennis, and James Bunkle. Hello.
1: Hello. I'm just waiting for someone else to speak. Hey, how's it going? <laughs> hi hi. Uh, well, that was worrying. That was weird. Well, I, 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 was, I was
2: expecting normally like Flo goes in straight away, and I was like, it did I didn't it, want... did
3: it pick it up?
2: I didn't Uh, want to speak over someone else, so... (laughs) (laughs) Ah, and uh,
0: if you click this episode, you'll notice it's not a regular campaign episode. It's one of our, uh, I just want to say at this point, famous chatting episodes, you know, those ones that everyone looks forward to
2: at every special time of the year. Well, I, 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 I... I'm I'm a hundred percent sure they do. Hmm. After all, this this is like, like reading an interview with like celebrities and stuff and those kind of <laughs> magazines that I don't buy or websites <laughs> I don't visit. Precisely. <laughs> um Where where else
0: do you get this sort of behind the scenes look at our show?
4: Yeah. Exactly. Patreon.
0: Yeah, Patreon, and the Twitter, Discord. Go yeah. go be a Patreon, join the Discord, and then <laughs> you do this all the time. <laughs>
2: yeah. <laughs> yeah. You you, you can
0: prompt us the at all hours of the night.
3: We um, do chat some shit on there, do we? We Don't do we? chat a
2: lot of shit, yeah. You, you'll probably find out more than you want to know about us all. Yeah. Slightly worrying, but eh, I'm sure if I ignore it, it'll all be fine. <laughs> that's, that's, that's the best thing to do with all things, isn't it, really? Just ignore it and I'm sure it'll go away. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that's how the government are approaching coronavirus. Yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> if it's good enough for the government and deadly viruses. <laughs> 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 oh, great. We, we We made that topical, yeah.
0: yeah, that that won't date this one, but uh, hell, can you date a year I suppose exactly. li- I suppose literally you can, but
2: <laughs> I mean that's pretty much what dates are yeah. aren't
0: they? but you know, <laughs> uh, do you remember in the before times and the long, long ago? Yes, yes, I do, <laughs> yeah, so this is just gonna be like a, a bit of a free form chat where we kinda take stock of everything we've done so far. We'll chat about characters, story. Shut any old bollocks you know us, we'll just ramble for like two hours and then call it an episode. And hopefully, everyone listening will have a bit of fun and learn a few things that maybe you wouldn't learn just uh, listening to the show regularly. So, I mean, to start this off, how are you guys doing? It's, uh, it's coming up to Christmas as we're recording this, getting into the holiday and festive spirit. You all good? T- 2020, define good. Mm. Uh, <laughs> you know, on, the, on the, uh, the sliding scale of 2020,
2: are <laughs> you good? <laughs>
3: yeah, not bad.
2: Yeah, I mean... Uh, uh... As kind of, um, as parents to two kids now, it's, you know, a lot of people I'm seeing are getting kind of the the, the COVID blues of being stuck in the same house, doing the same thing over and over again, um, being bored to tears. I mean, small children, life cannot be boring. Hmm. So it's it's almost like doesn't really affect you. You still have to get up at stupid o'clock in the morning because the kids are up. You still have to kind of get them dressed, get them doing stuff during the day, taking them to, you know, when nursery's open, taking them to nursery, um, working your job, mm. coming home, Plus. feeding the kids. It's kind of you know, it's what we would be doing anyway. It's just we can't do any of the fun stuff as well, like going places with them.
3: Yeah, but the most exciting thing is that the youngest one has started walking. Yay! Ooh. So um yeah that's gonna make things interesting.
2: <laughs> Two children tearing off in different directions. But fortunately because we're stuck in the house, there's not far they can go.
1: Uh-huh. how about you bunk um yeah no i haven't stopped working at all so it, it, other than other than actually working from home nothing's changed for me so you know let's get on with it <laughs> <laughs> same really
0: just uh all i did was stop having to commute which is a great bonus but uh <laughs> i mean that's like two hours a day for free isn't it now pretty much four hours a day like four oh, hours a day, yeah, if not Jeez. more. Yeah, Even more. Wow. <laughs> I mean, it's really decimated my podcast yeah. listening time, but uh, otherwise.
1: <laughs> exactly. That's exactly what I was going to say. The one thing it has done is it means that I can no longer listen to as many podcasts as I used to. Uh, now I get so, like yeah. one episode just a week. cut them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've just, just like, no, you're cut. You're cut. It's like, right, I have to be really selective on who I actually listen to outside of myself. So it's like, you're caught. <laughs>
2: I, I, I barely even listen to myself, to be honest. <laughs> that's, that's the, the, yeah, it really has. I, I, that's the one thing I miss about the commute, and I'm sure it's the same for a lot of people who have started working from home as well, is that kind of that little time to de-stress on your way home. You listen to a podcast. Sometimes you just you just listen to nothing at all, except like the engine going in the car or you know, public transport, whatever you do, is that kind of that break between work and home. So when you're home, you, you, when you get home, you've already had that like good, you know, however long your commute is kind of time to to yourself to to kind of make a break, a nice clean break. So, because nowadays it's a case of me leaving my study, walking out the door and immediately I'm daddy and mm. daddy needs to feed the yeah. kids because mommy is stressed.
1: Yes. Yes. <laughs> I know feel that feeling. I, I walk out am- the door and sleep there's like a shuttle pass coming towards me and it's not a ball, it's a child. <laughs> and I'm like, oh shit, quick catch! Uh,
0: yeah, it's weird, because it's one of those things where I, I wouldn't want it back, but it it's strange to lose that little bit, of, uh, little bit of joy that you got out of a bad scenario. Like, being able to sit on the train, put the headphones in, listen to some music, listen to a podcast, and like you say, you get that unwind from the day, or the amp up into the day. Mm. If you could do that... Yeah without losing all the time that <laughs> that's not a bad thing to have but personally you know if that's the trade-off i'll take no commute
2: <laughs> i mean yeah for, for for four hours a day i completely agree with you for, for me it was a kind of anywhere between a 20 and 40 minute drive and that's 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 kind of that's quite a nice amount mm. and i've been um, i've been going in kind of once a once a week recently just to kind of keep an eye on things uh we've got some staff still on site and um it's been quite kind of quite nice to do it once a week. It's like, oh, I'm going to work tomorrow. That'd be nice to see a few people and stuff and, and you know, have that little break and things in the day. And then, then the next day it's like, oh, it's nice, I'm working from home again today, yes.
5: <laughs>
2: do I have to put pants on?
3: Please. Please put pants on.
5: No. <laughs>
3: you can't just go on around wearing your kilt. <laughs>
2: what kilt? <laughs> I didn't buy a kilt. It's just a long t shirt. <laughs> really long played T shirt, yeah. No, it's yeah, it's good. And I think it's been quite nice throughout this whole thing to have D D to fall back on. I know that a lot of groups have um and a lot of podcasts have struggled, at least when we first went into lockdown. Mm. Um, kind of trying to get content out because they were in person groups. But fortunately, because we don't like looking at each other and we do it all <laughs> over Roll20 and-, <laughs> yeah. and Discord, it's not actually been too bad, has it? As it? you know, Our schedule was not affected and it was quite nice to have that kind of constant recording day rolling around.
3: Yeah, I mean, it marked the passage of time
2: guessing exactly. more than
3: anything
2: <laughs> very true yeah i mean as i said life didn't change that much but but weeks just kind of blend into one another yeah, they, if you ask me what i was merge. doing in june i'm like i don't fucking know like <laughs> what was i doing yeah. in June? <laughs> same as i was doing in september
0: it's like do you remember last week 200 years ago when it was march
4: yeah <laughs> <laughs> I mean, just...
0: yeah um 2020 has been weird, but uh, as you say, we have been consistent as a podcast, and during 2020 and back in 2019, you guys jumped into the the latest arc of our story, one that this time people got to see from the start, unlike the uh, first arc. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And we thought this was an, an opportune moment to kind of reflect on things, and uh, a lot's happened. I don't know if you guys remember everything that's happened in Arc 2, because there was a lot of little... Side threads that were thrown in, lots of little plot hooks that are, some of them have progressed, some of them you don't know what's gone on with them yet, but they're all there, you know, in your DM's brain,
3: just waiting. Uh,
2: yeah,
1: worryingly. Uh, yeah. yeah.
3: The dark, dark place in I DM's mean, there's, brain.
2: There's, there's, there's one of the things. I'm, I'm, you know, one of those people who, um, I'm sure you know, a lot of our listeners are the same. or you guys are the same? When you're watching a movie, you're like waiting for the other penny to drop because you know there's like. There's, there's something on a hook and you've been paying attention throughout. And the problem I think with, with our format, at least unless you kind of go through and listen to hundreds of episodes before each podcast, there's gonna be just stuff you forgot because it happened like six months ago. <laughs> but um but for Cookson it's just written on <laughs> written right in front of him. <laughs> um and there's that you know and obviously he wrote it. So there's there's kind of that, that that kind of thing where You'll be a little bit careful because your characters probably wouldn't have forgotten stuff but you certainly have as a player and it's not always clear exactly what episode it was in you're like i'm pretty sure we discussed that at one point
1: mm. yeah so <laughs> i
2: need to think back so so there will be a times when probably as a listener we where things might be a little bit more fresh to you you're thinking oh, it's clearly this thing sorry yeah <laughs> um if if anybody who's listening to this episode would like to um, contribute towards a wiki, uh, that uh, <laughs> would help us immensely.
3: Shout out to our patrons.
2: Absolutely,
3: help with the wiki, please. please.
2: Uh, well, well, help with reminding us about stuff occasionally. Um, oh, yeah. because, because what what one one of the wonderful things about GTMP, at least as as a cast member, is just the convoluted twists and turns that. Um, that cooks and takes us on and um and the things that come back, you know, there's 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 a lot of Chekhov's guns in this that may not seem so at the time. And, um well.
4: yeah. <laughs> some there there's cl- some that are quite obvious. Some, some
2: that very much are. <laughs> but some, some, some that you're like, well that's gonna come back at some point, but how it comes back is um yeah, often quite unexpected. It, so it sometimes yeah. we choose to ignore them. <laughs> sometimes, yeah. Mm. You mean we <laughs> hope they get away? You mean we weren't just
0: given magic brands for being good people? Oh, <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah. A good person. Talking swords are great, aren't they? Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> the talking. Hey, look, the talking sword. I've told you. I, I listen. I listened back, and I told you. I've got this figured out. i I'm, I'm so down. I've got this yes i have absolutely zero doubts what a plan is going to work cool right
2: (laughs) uh i i I love that you feel like you can have any confidence when it comes to gtmp about your plans working
1: (laughs) i know normally i'm like the 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 worst at coming up with plans because normally i'll be like yes i've got a plan and then i'll come into the episode and cuts and be like so what's his plan? And I'm like, all right, well, plan is like that's got No. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, okay then. <laughs>
0: hey, plan two, not that plan. <laughs> the thing is, though, I like I feel like I'm pretty flexible as a DM. I don't know if you guys agree, but I feel like I'm normally pretty accommodating. But when the plan's like, yeah. I leap four hundred feet into the air, you can't do that. My plan's ruined.
4: <laughs>
0: right.
2: How much water? <laughs>
5: like, is, is
2: it a puddle or? Is it... <laughs> I, I, I feel like we haven't come back to this enough in this arc.
3: Mm. But... Yeah, really, that's that's a New Year's resolution, isn't it?
2: What,
0: Get that someone. in there. Yeah,
2: <laughs> throw a boat at Karnak.
3: Yes. <laughs> to be fair, it's normally the ninth level fireball. That's that's the thing.
1: That's 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 a arcs thing, isn't it? The ninth level fireball. That's yeah. That's...
3: Well, it's it's is that kind of. That's more is... useful, to be fair, than a boat. It is, and it's exactly
2: that kind of. Here, have a, a really, really, really powerful thing. You want you you'll want to save that till you really need it. Yeah. Is that yeah, orb
3: the... in the first. Like, can I use this orb yet? No. How about yes. now? No. no. How about <laughs> how about now? No. <laughs> Well fuck it then. I mean Tommy
2: will clearly die and have never used the ninth level fireball. I mean that's just a given. Or or, yeah. or we'll complete the entire GTNP, like everything that Cooks has ever written, and I still won't have used it.
1: Yeah, that, that's that's what unfortunately is going to happen. It's pretty much like nailed on, isn't it? Let's be honest here. Yeah. You know, it, it's it's like in it's it's like in a game, you know, all oh, right, I've got this really cool thing, but I can only use it once. Right, I'm saving that for the final boss. Defeats the final boss. Oh, yeah, I forgot he had that.
2: Yeah. Oh, that would have been handy.
1: Oh, yeah. well. oh, well. Yeah, I could have saved myself half an hour. <laughs>
3: Never mind. Let's make a pact to loot Tommy's corpse for that, okay?
1: He's also
0: got the what? um the bag of beans that do really weird shit, if you guys ever uh, want to plant
2: one of those or throw one. Yeah. <laughs> I've,
0: I,
4: I, I kind of I look at them. I do not remember
3: that. As, as, I,
2: as I look through things, items for combat and stuff, I'm like, well, that's not really an item for combat. And I I, was th- I I keep thinking oh maybe I mean we've only been in the um in the like our fortress for a little while but something we could try and plant maybe outside sometime. And How what does this
3: bag do?
1: throw one at Karnak. I I, mean, I thought you had a plan. Is this <laughs> this isn't the part of the plan? No, my pl- you've heard my plan. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. We
2: won't we won't spoil the plan. Um, but uh, yeah. <laughs> well, we could try and throw one at him. <laughs> I don't know. Just like I'm, I'm pretty sure you have to plant them though, don't you?
0: Uh, this, uh, if I remember, yeah. you can use them two different ways. You can plant them and get some really weird as hell effects, or you can throw one and it's
2: like a, a sort of fireball
0: type thing again as well. I think.
2: Yeah, so I kind of I kind of wanted to save them rather than just use them in combat and waste them. Oh, but I'm I not thought sure.
1: Well, I well, like, I was thinking like if he starts monologuing, yeah, then, you know, it's just like you know. Jordan jumper from 20, 20 feet, you know, sails up in the air straight into his gob, and then like boom, like it, like he grows into a tree or something in his gob.
2: <laughs>
3: gob you know. is such an English word.
2: <laughs> I'm just like, how, how high can Tommy jump? Because I'm pretty sure he's no Jordan.
1: <laughs> yeah, but still, you get the idea. Yeah, it might. You know, I'm I'm not I'm not talking like you know an eggy free pointer. I'm talking like you know. <laughs> nice, crisp, smooth-looking jump shot and, uh, you know, with the wrist flick and everything, you know, put the backspin on it.
4: Actually, you it'd know, be uh, sweet. Actually,
1: <laughs> one, one of
2: you could use a shield, right, and give me a boost up. That would be cool.
3: Mm. We're not Captain America. Well, yeah. why not?
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is D&D. You can be who you want to be. It's true. <laughs> Except
3: uh. a good character, according to Cookson. Hey, we, I
2: give we you ample
0: opportunities to be good people. <laughs> you just choose not to be.
3: <laughs> because I'm... there's no gain in being a good person. I'm sorry. I am a goddamn hero. <laughs> <laughs> also, not a good person. He is. I am so a good person. Mm-hmm. Neither good nor a
2: person. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
4: Yeah, I suppose that's true. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, Fail on both counts there. <laughs> but you know, Swing and miss!
2: I mean, I mean, Rogar rog- rog believes he's in the right. It doesn't make him good. Yeah, I mean, it
0: makes
1: him good to himself.
0: Yeah, most villains tend to think they're doing the right thing. I'm sure if you have a sit-down no. chat with Azraheem, he'll give you a very logical reason why what he's doing is right. <laughs> yeah,
3: let's, I mean, let's do that. Let, let's have an interview with Azraheem. see how that goes.
2: I mean, the, the, yeah, the, the best villains tend to tend to have like a, a warped worldview or, or something, or a way of looking at things that perhaps you hadn't done before. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it'd be interesting. Sometimes they don't, though. Sometimes they're just twats. Yeah. <laughs> Somewhat less compelling, though, when that's the case. Yeah. Depends what you're using them for. I, I like, I mean, I,
0: I think you guys all know this, and I'm sure my, our listeners have picked up on this by now. I like important villains, I think, should have some complexity to them, even if it's just more of what you expect, if that makes sense. Like, they don't necessarily need to justify everything they do, but I want more them to be more than just one-dimensional. Middling villains, I think, you can get away with that. Like, I, I think of, like, comic book like arcs or um like manga and stuff like that. You can have the odd villain who's just crazy for crazy's sake and they can be fun, but you don't want to base your whole story
2: around them.
1: No, exactly. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: No, I I I completely agree. And as I say, it's quite nice to, to see like the, the variety of different um different types of villains we end up encountering in G T M P. We are the villains very... <laughs> I mean... Speak for
1: yourself, I'm a hero.
2: Maybe Rogar is, but I don't know if we're. I, I mean, I don't think we're the villains. I think probably in certain characters' minds we are.
3: Yes. Uh, I'm not the villain. I'm just. Let's like... get Steve in here and see what he does.
1: <laughs> no, Steve. He I mean... is. And he, he... also, I'd like to point out, Paul definitely created by me. I'm sorry, but I'm your dad.
2: <laughs> you, you you created Paul.
1: Yeah, Steve, I mean. Okay. <laughs> that's going to be very difficult, they, to they, that's that's something, that's something difficult to explain otherwise. That's going to be weird to explain how he's older than me, yeah, I agree. Uh,
0: real life uh, time travel fun. <laughs> yep.
1: Yeah. Uh, well,
0: yeah, I mean, uh, what I was thinking here to uh, kind of eases into this discussion was if we we can treat this as just a round table or we can go one at a time or however you guys fancy it but how are you finding arc 2 so far was it what you expected has has things gone as you've planned for your characters how are you feeling
1: it's way harder than i expected <laughs> i honestly thought so, I, I, I i and i know i shouldn't Right. because I know this is GTMP, but I thought I thought the dream I thought the Dreamlands was quite difficult. Mm-hmm. You know, especially like you know, it's it, I mean, it's I just thought it was quite difficult. You know, there were some pretty difficult guys for especially Rogar to deal with, mm-hmm. and um, you know, and my various co co-hosts and conspirators. But you know, like sh- shit that's come out of the Dreamlands is now going to bite us in the ass, probably. And I thought, oh well, stuff's just going to be handed to me to a certain point. Now I've come back to the actual, like, you know, the the main campaign. I thought, well, my guys will show up really quick, and then it'll just be like clean sailing. Unfortunately, it's not happened like that by any stretch of the imagination. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, well, cooked
2: mean,
3: and stretch the imagination, anyway.
2: I mean, yeah, the dream, yeah. Dreamland was hard, but I think I think the the the, the, the difficulty level has hasn't has remained unchanged. Dreamlands was hard for one person um like and and ancillary characters but one one kind of person at at our kind of core level anyway Uh, whereas now we've got a party at that level the um the (laughs) the encounters have scaled up to match i think if 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 cooks in left the dreamland as it was and we were all playing it together it would have been a not not all of it, but a lot of it would have been a lot easier than it was for Rogar, just because you know you got serious backup, and, not, yeah, and, and mean, not not to not to give Paul you know not to give Paul's characters any kind of lack of props because they were they were punching above their weight because they were not at the same level. I don't, I don't know if that came across clearly to all our listeners, but the characters Paul was playing were was it two levels lower or one level lower? Uh, his
0: first character was two levels lower. His second character was one level lower. Um, and obviously yeah, so the... he didn't have like a an array of magical items. He got the for those familiar with the the DM's guide. He basically got the the, the high level starter equivalent to whatever level he was. So it's it's not a great deal. It's like one uncommon no. item.
2: It's 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 actually that's that's the one thing that I really notice when we do one shots as well is is yeah. the starting equipment. Uh, for starting at higher levels is shit compared to what we've been given. It <laughs> <laughs> kind of makes you realize that Cook's actually been pretty generous to our characters <laughs> in terms of loot.
3: Yeah. I mean, definitely. O-
2: only then so he can throw harder shit at us. Yeah. So it all balances out. But... And
3: when we forget that he's given us some decent loot, that's just a kick in the teeth, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then you have the audacity
0: oh, we... to complain that I don't give you things.
3: <laughs>
2: well.
1: Yeah, I have never complained. No,
2: you haven't, because you <laughs> tend to get given a lot of shit. It just generally, like, comes with caveats. Many, many caveats. Yeah, and, so it's like and... you, here, have something, but you have to be even more evil. Okay.
3: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they should. The... These ideas should give you pause, but they don't. <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah, like, kill your uncle. Okay.
1: <laughs> <laughs> At the end of the day, I have a goal. It, will this get me to my goal faster? The answer is yeah. yes. Okay, fine, I'll do it.
3: <laughs> you can't <laughs> say he's not driven. It, yeah, kill Paul's yeah. son.
4: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well,
1: that was that was you know uh, I I even I even <laughs> voiced my concerns. Episode. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I think that got cut um, about <laughs> that. <laughs> But. You know, sometimes we ha- we have to do these things and it was you know, it was uh um, an unfortunate circumstance, but um. <laughs> it had to be done. <laughs>
0: no one said the Black Pyramid was gonna be forgiving. <laughs>
2: <laughs> uh good times. Mm. <laughs> fun to listen to. Mm. <laughs> fun to DM. Yeah. Maybe I... not fun to play. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yeah, I think well, yeah, yeah for, for me Arc two's kind of come back in because um, obviously we, we, we started again at the beginning of Arc 2, um, having taken quite a large amount of time off mm-hmm. um, raising a small child to the point where we could both come back to a podcast and she would hopefully sleep while we were recording. Um, so because it took quite a while and we were quite rusty at the start and obviously you know it, it was it was at a level harder than we had been playing previously, uh, it was a bit of a Kind of not a shock, but um
4: yeah.
2: Certainly t- Tommy's bad day is that whole kind of um one day could be pretty easily summed up as uh <laughs> yeah uh, yeah kicking I off that the other day art.
3: happened. That, that uh, day was you pretty well,
2: I'm glad you managed to forget.
3: Wait a minute, didn't Rogar have to like save me?
2: Yeah, you
1: you nearly died it, it, in the first it, episode fight. One. Yeah. 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 yeah episode one, the first fight, I had to jump in and save your ass after like one round. Yeah, yeah, I got fucking blown up. <laughs>
2: um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, that as I say, it was it was a um, it wasn't as I say it wasn't a shock, but it was kind of a, a a little bit of an oh shit moment. Like it's you know we we are playing now for bigger stakes, and yeah, yeah especially um, as events unfolded and the one quiet episode after Tommy's bad day turned out to be the start of something pretty major as um, angels arrived. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah. It's been a kind of, I I kind of dread to think what's going to happen next as the series of um, events have escalated (laughs) (laughs) Um, quite dramatically. We've gone from kind of fighting one dude in a bar or a small party of guards or something or infiltrating a noble's house to an entire city being destroyed around us and effectively now trying to stop a war Hmm. things are things that things are ramping up and it's exciting yeah i'm glad it's exciting because i
0: must admit as as a as a fan of fantasy and fiction and storytelling i i do i think i have a bit of a soft spot for the unlikely heroes character archetype and i think you guys fit that quite well as none of your characters when they were level one, and they were, you were kind of building their personalities and deciding who they were, when you, you know, as you do when you start playing D&D. I don't think any of your characters you would have put down as, their goal is to save the world, or their goal is to enact some great change. They were all very, like, maybe selfish goals is the wrong word, but they were self-focused goals at the very least. They were like, I want to avenge my, um, my people. Okay, I think mean, that's a pretty big goal, potentially, but it has a, a definite end. And then maybe you just hang up your sword after that and you're done. That's a That could be a big retire-the-character moment. Whereas the rest of you are like, oh, well, I want to find my brother. Okay. Depending where they are, that can change the scale. And with Tommy, I think it was, I want to raise the gang. I want to have a a life of... Uh, leisure is the wrong word, but, like, thievery leisure.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I just I kind of I want to raise the sort of profile of our gang and kind of... Um make us renowned in the city and kind of yeah and then kind of almost gets the point where you can retire you can become like sort of uh, fairly senior and have other people doing the dirty work for you and all you're doing is sitting in dark rooms making decisions you mm. know get 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 become a made man
3: but to be fair you just made a new gang with us kind of yeah
2: i mean agents mom, of hobo like, yeah well exactly it's just 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 a just a formalized um, yeah re- recognized gang i mean not that i'm making any kind of judgments at all about um entities uh like the cia or anything like that because heaven forbid mm-hmm. but um yeah you know legitimized mm-hmm. gangs um yeah i don't know i i kind of didn't i mean toby was the kind of character i like i like kind of grounded characters even in high fantasy,
5: mm.
2: you know, uh, there's, there's a reason why a lot of people kind of have an affinity for Han Solo, and I'm not trying to be that cool with Tommy or anything, but it's it's the reason why people, the reason why people play the Imperial Guard in 40k, or kind of, you know, why why Sokka, for example, from Avatar: The Last Airbender, is my favorite character because he's just a normal dude. Mm. You know, everyone else around him's got powers, and he's just like a normal dude cracking jokes and. And that's kind of the role I kind of I sit Tommy into is he's, he's not a hero. He's not a chosen one. He's not a, not a particularly nice guy, but he's doing his best with the kind of skills he's got and the, um, the brains he's got to, to get out of every situation he can the best way he can. Mm. And a lot of stuff kind of happens to him. He's not really got any big grand plans. I mean, a lot of, a lot of characters kind of steer um, steer the way through a campaign because they have a goal and they must achieve that goal. A little bit like kind of how Rogar was, so, certainly for an arc one with um, defeating Krenn and then how he was in, how he, now he's in arc two, now he's got this kind of grand plan and he's being guided through it. Tommy's kind of being steered more and that's not because he's a follower as such, he kind of is his own thing, but events keep happening to him and it, he keeps reacting and the way he reacts to stuff Sets up new things. Yeah. Um... Same
3: with uh, Sophia. I mean, she has ideas of what she wants to do, but things keep happening to her that stop her from doing any of those things. <laughs> Ev- everything is, oh, oh, that that's just turned into a side quest. That's not even the main quest anymore. Just fuck it. I'm never going to find David. Who gives a shit anymore? <laughs> David who?
0: Well, I mean, you saw... Well, you saw him recently.
5: We'll have
0: to see how that plays into things.
5: <laughs> That's yeah,
3: true. Kind of forgot that happened as well. Yeah. Bloody hell! I need to listen back to art. <laughs> yeah, it's
2: it's it's kind of it's easy to miss. It's it's hard to see the wood for the trees, kind of thing, and it's hard to see individual trees in the wood. Mm. There's so much kind of so many little points that that are useful, as I said before. Mm. Um, and it's it's it's, it's really. It's it's one of those great strengths of GTMP is those callbacks. It's what's what's great about every episode is every series that has consistency and good callbacks that reward loyal fans.
0: Yeah, I mean, Um, it's probably clear I'm a big fan of shows like that that have that kind of oh that thing that got mentioned 15 chapters ago was important and I thought it was important at the time, but I was I was always waiting to see what was going to happen with it.
2: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and there 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 have definitely been those moments for us as players where, where it's like, oh, oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's that. <laughs> yeah. yeah,
0: it's um, it's interesting. I mean, maybe as we're as we're talking about this, maybe we should highlight some of the things that have gone on in Arc Two and have a little bit of a, a chat around them. Like, I think you started us off here, Matt, with uh, Tommy's bad day because that's kind of how we return to the show. We had the uh, reveal. It might not be the exact right word, but the the attack from Lorik and his little targeted focus that had been cropping up now and then during arc one. How, how do you guys feel about that little opener? What's uh, what was your takeaways?
3: It's a little bit of a clusterfuck, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> it,
1: um, it wasn't. It it was. It was. I almost found bits of it. Frustrating is the wrong word, but like I don't think I I don't think there was any way that we come out of that and we actually get to Valmin before he's gone.
3: Mm-hmm. No, there was yeah I don't think that was. I
2: think I, I think well as 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 Matt it was it was really interesting it was quite nice to do one about a lot of the things that happened to Tommy up to that point because yeah. Um, you know, because of kind of how how things had happened and stuff, there was a lot of stuff kind of brewing in the background around Tommy, um, and it was really nice to kind of see all those things come to a head and all the the various kind of factions that I'd been close to being involved in some way or another. Yeah. Um. As as, as Tommy himself, fuck you. That was a horrible <laughs> day. Uh, <laughs> um, but no, it was. Yeah, it was it was hard, and it was hard because rarely in in the way we play D&D anyway, is there, is time a huge factor?
5: Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So,
2: you know, we, we've normally, we've got a quest ahead of us. We've got X amount of kind of days or even weeks ahead of us. We can kind of use our time how we see best. We can start doing one thing and then end up doing something else. Whereas with that, it was kind of so focused and desperately wanted to get Armin back because let's be honest, that for, for Tommy, that is if effectively his father figure. Yeah, and um, it was a, a kind of a huge thing for him, and he really—I don't think he's had enough time to process it properly. Mm. There's kind of been so much going on. I think I think where we are now, um, to just to skip ahead for a second, um, where he's been fixing up R4, I yeah. think that's going to be bringing back a lot of memories of Valmin and a lot of kind of impetus to try and do something about him. And I'd be very surprised if. Should we survive? What the next kind of few days and um, next mission we have in store sort of comes it comes to fruition. We 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 end we end that. I would be very surprised if Tommy doesn't then decide he really needs to move on and try and try and see if he can rescue Valmin. But yes, diverging slightly <laughs> again. <laughs> um, yeah, it, it was the, the time scale thing was a big not yeah. issue for me but it was a, it was a new challenge that we hadn't done too much of before and um yeah it's t- timed missions are always hard <laughs> and you, you know especially when it's something where you're kind of making it up as you go along because you don't know what the rules of the game are and there's no save points mm.
0: yeah I mean, you you guys obviously by design you're going through that that gauntlet blind and there was there was an option to escape the gauntlet earlier based on you guessing, essentially, because you had your little puzzle pieces that you were putting together and there were some roles involved. And as luck would have it, you actually got there, I think, one piece before the end, which allowed yeah. you to at least confront Lorik, learn some extra information, and even see who had taken Valmin. Because uh, to me, obviously, I mean, you guys have seen since what's been set up with that, and we've we've checked in on Valmin to see where he is the odds of you rescuing Valmin were pretty low, but you never know when, what your players are going to do. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. as far as I knew, maybe Tommy runs onto it, Misty steps off, grabbing Valmin, Rogar Dimension doors you out of there, and then I'm sat there going, well, shit, you got Valmin out of there, and I didn't expect that. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> like, uh, anything can happen in D&D. So I, unless you outright try to kill your players, <laughs> I think you always got, there's always a door open that something's not going to go maybe the way you want it to narratively. Uh, I think the way it ended up, I was quite pleased with you guys getting the confrontation. I was happy that you weren't trapped in the city and because the, the the fail scenario there was you guys arrive and the airship's already leaving. And yeah. Tommy, as a character, only gets to see an airship going away and he's left with very little information to be able to track that down. And obviously, that's when you're going to have to start working really hard to find out, well, who were these people? Is it the firm? Where are they based? Whereas this, you got there, you confronted them, and you actually got a bit of information up from the uh, from the mercenaries, from Lorik himself, and from seeing a uh, a little snippet of the firm. Yeah. Obviously, maybe I think to me, maybe that was the best scenario because if you guys got there earlier, there was a chance you fought all of them, and I think that
2: would have ended very badly. Yeah, I can't see us walking away from fighting all of them. I mean as, as as Tommy singed and bloodied at the top of the stairs, facing off against like the airship on his own mm-hmm. there's there's a kind of there's a sort of it's not a death wish in kind of the way that I feel when I play Tommy, but there is a kind of sense that there are certain situations where he would, and it was it was quite close to kind of just charging in guns blazing, you know mm-hmm. but it would have been suicide and there was an option. Down the line, hopefully, to rescue Valmin. So that's kind of what I'm going to do, mm. and what Tom's going to do. But yeah, that, there is always that option, like like um, when I pulled the gun on the Crimson Tongue, mm. and very, very, very fortunately missed. <laughs> 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 that was one of those things where you just you kind of you you, you you're watching it and you think you're thinking, well, logically, I do nothing mm. because that's yeah. that's the most logical thing I should, should do right now. But what's Tommy going to do? Yeah. And, I, and I, know, I know that, you know, we're, we're, we're all, we've all done that a, a, lot, a lot more, I think, sort of as, as time's gone on with our characters and we become more comfortable as them. It's like we, we do things that we wouldn't do personally, logically.
3: Well, that's wow. what Rogard does all the time, though. <laughs> What's logical, I will do the exact fucking opposite.
5: How yeah, can- but... but-
3: I'll
2: let you into a secret and that's because that's probably what Bonker would do
1: exactly <laughs> like, <laughs> it's not that hard
4: no, no it,
1: it's sad that that is that it's probably like 100% true it, I mean <laughs> if we go back into Art 1 and you think about the party cave yeah <laughs> which, everything, everything was going fine and then I thought you know what
4: fuck it <laughs> One uh, v one, me bro. Yeah, you know. I I always
0: think back. The difficulty for uh, Bunko was playing Rogar before he was insane.
4: <laughs> 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 Trying to play
0: a straight laced stoic paladin with uh, <laughs> no no evil tendencies because he tried to play true neutral. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah. It was never going to qu- It was never going to work. Was it?
3: what that Rogar would have been like? Oh, my God. Mm. Thank goodness Cookson gave you an out. <laughs> 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 yeah,
2: at, at the time, I really wasn't sure how that was going to play. I really wasn't sure. Yeah, no idea. So I, was like, I was like, oh, no. Is he going to just be, you know...
1: Well, I remember my- Tommy being too neutral. I was like, maybe... I don't know. Oh, uh, that was that was my that wife says fun. hello. Um, <laughs> I, I
2: did, did did we ever actually address that in a chat? I I assume we probably did at some point. The 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 fact that um for the if if any of you misremember or forgotten, basically I had to roll a D4 at the start of each day. Um as kind of um uh changing yeah, your alignment was, and seeing was, what happens. Yeah, yeah. changing your alignment, yeah. So it was a case of um I think it was like true, true neutral, chaotic neutral. Chaotic good or chaotic evil, wasn't it? Yeah,
5: yeah,
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, as as the four options. And like f- for a lot of it, I ended up on true neutral.
3: I got yeah. so pissed off with you.
2: It's like, what what, what should we do for me? <laughs> hmm, I don't know. Uh,
3: I have no op- uh, opinion either. way. oh, for fuck's sake, <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah. I mean, that. in it, it, it fairness, that was quite funny just because I was winding you up. But, um, <laughs> yeah.
3: Yeah. Yeah.
0: one of the things yeah. I clearly
2: wrote. Oh, go no, go go go! I was to say clearly, Rogar liked Chaotic Evil Tommy.
5: Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> I I always find it interesting when you think back on um, sections of the show and sections of the story. I, I like to, you can pick moments that would be a great picture, or at least a great picture in your mind to sum it up. And I think the shot of Tommy on the top of the tower on that little uh, airport dock thing facing off against Kalen, like Tommy pretty much soaked in his own blood at this point, exhausted, Kalen at full health, kind of like standing off against you, and then the airship behind you with Valmin on it, and just full of enemies, and Tommy having that moment of, do I try to get past this guy? And it's like, it took so much for, I think Tommy, the character to be like, I don't want to die today. I, like, I will save you Valmin, but this feels futile. I think that's a really good like shot for
2: that whole Tommy's bad day.
4: Yeah, that that, that that is it. That is
2: that is that that kind of final shot, you know. Yeah, I I'd, I'd love to, I'd love to see someone do some art of that. Mm. Yeah, I, I'd love I'd love to do it myself, but I don't think I could do it justice. That that haggard kind of look just but the you've got to get the fire in Tommy's eyes. He is beyond pissed at this point. And it's just that kind of that that kind of realization that I can't I can't go on I can't keep going on on pure anger anymore. Yeah. <laughs> um, I need I need to use my brain and I can't make it out. If I if I if I try, I won't succeed. Mm. Uh, and Valmin will be gone, and no one will be coming for him. Mm. And I must admit, I like Lorik as a villain. I think he's a right bastard. <laughs> oh, he is. Oh, he is. Uh, I think I think of of of, of all our villains, Lorik and probably Steve are the ones that I just <laughs> hate the most. I mean, there there are people who've done worse stuff to us, but but uh, I think I think only because Paul plays Steve so well, <laughs> he <it's does>. just <laughs> grinds my gears. <laughs>
5: <laughs>
0: yeah, I mean that that was Tommy's bad day, and then you guys move next on to... We were just about to start talking about it—the the siege of Varadin or the fall of Varadin, depending on how you want to view it. That was that was a ride.
1: <laughs> I really enjoyed the fall of Varadin. I'll be openly honest. Oh, of
3: course you did. All <laughs> <laughs> oh, the 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 arrival of Jeff.
0: Yeah, the day Jeff was born. Yeah. <laughs> the day Jeff was born.
3: Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I, I I
2: yeah, it was. One of those one of those things and it has happened quite a few times in Arc Two is that oh, okay, how are we going to fight an entire army led by angels
5: <laughs>
2: i mean its is 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 that kind of slight bewilderment with the situations that kind of i can't c- kind of see it coming in the dreamlands a little bit or I probably should have seen it coming in the dreamlands a little bit when a star spawn appears in front of Rogar in the sky mm. it's like, like how 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 does Rogar fight a star spawn He doesn't is the answer
3: yeah um, it didn't occur to me that we wouldn't be fighting the angels at all it didn't well i mean that's but that's that's
2: that's largely down to the way that we play isn't it like, yeah yeah hmm. obstacle ahead of it hit obstacle shoot obstacle but then is again you're still alive <laughs> shoot it again
3: Sophia <laughs> hasn't been playing in sandbox mode anymore she has gone down several times Hmm. And and that's very different from Arc 1. Where Arc oh, 1 I was in fucking invincible.
2: That's because you <laughs> sat at the back and shot people with
0: arrows.
3: Exactly. Yeah. But now I've got a sword.
0: If if you <laughs> look
3: does more. Yeah. If you look yeah. back
0: on a lot of the fights, you'll find Sophia's the one who deals the killing blow and Belly gets hit in a lot of them.
3: Yes, <laughs> yeah. yes, yes, it yes. was
0: amazing. You you do have like Sophia the character <laughs> has a well-earned bit of confidence that really got you kind of got punched in the face hard instead of arc 2 <laughs>
3: Yeah, <laughs> how many? T- I mean, a lot of those times, it's 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 been about the dimension door dragging me into places that I shouldn't be in in the first place, Roger. still, <laughs> then saving me—that that's I, wait a redemption. minute. Hang <laughs> <laughs> on, somebody's
1: remember in this here because I only remember using dimension door to save your ass. <laughs> I don't remember pulling you anywhere. I remember pulling Tommy into a room.
2: Well, <laughs> well, you you, you you might remember pulling. Sophia into the middle of the crowd so she could wipe dust on. Oh <laughs>
3: yeah, <laughs> <laughs> wanted to dust him. Yeah,
2: we, that was the That's not what might, you think about it. We we might be skipping ahead again. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, can can I just kind of go, go, going back to what you were saying about Sophia never dying and getting a lot of the killing blows. You ever yeah. played like a a video game, like first person shooter or something, and like every time you shoot someone, someone else just swoops in and gets that final shot. Mm. Sophia. Yeah. That <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
3: was awesome in, in arc 1. Alright. I, right, I, 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 I think
2: probably, yeah, between us me and Rogar do the have done the most damage to most of these big things we fought, but Sophia has almost unanimously got a, the kill.
3: Hey, not necessarily in the entirety of arc 1 for, for Rogar. Um, I don't know. He always did a fair amount of damage. He didn't have a clip. No, but I had a plus two more
1: before I had a click. Oh
3: yeah, you had a plus two more. I mean,
1: he, he Rogard, Rogard
2: does the most damage per hit. Tommy does yeah. the most hits, and then Sophia had the option at least a few times with those um, awesome uh, arrows that she had, which did. Oh, I miss damage. those
3: arrows so much.
2: <laughs> Um, and then mostly you had the option, you were doing things, as I say, just sniping people <laughs> of their yeah. last few HP. While well, me, me and Rogar stood bloodied <laughs> and battered.
3: I love being at the back.
2: <laughs> <laughs> but now you've got to protect Solara. and, and so So Solara's at the back, as she should be, because she keeps yeah. getting hurt. Mm. Yeah,
1: really easily.
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, in. Um... Um, yep, yeah, yeah. Angels. 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 <laughs> Between Angels yeah. and angels.
1: No, I'll say, I say, I I enjoyed that, like, almost, I'd almost call it like a mini mini arc, almost, because it, it felt to me like it was a nice cap off for the whole Varadin issue. I, I know you guys will hate it because, obviously. Varadin wasn't
3: weird, an issue.
1: It was. was it
3: wasn't it an issue? It,
2: I, I get, I get where you're coming from. It, it kind of served to drive the players out of Varadin, and served to drive the plot forwards in a way that you know, having that kind of uh, place to come back to all the time would have it acted as a hub in Arc One. Mm, and it yeah. was, it was a very good, um, decent-sized hub with a lot of options and a lot of um, things to do. But we pretty much explored it. Mm. What were we going to do? Yeah. We were, we were going to retread the same ground. We were going to keep going to get going back to Telson's trinkets and arguing with a. Fucking dwarf about how much gold to spend on things. <laughs>
4: yeah.
2: um, it was so having that kind of setting us off as um, as nomads, as the proper murder hobos we were always supposed to be, um, mm. was yeah, it was good. Mm. But it was yeah, annoying, yeah. It, it was it was it was annoying at the time. Well, not annoying. It was it was like it was like shit at the time. And then it's like oh, where do I go and buy stuff? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, with with the richest murder hobos. <laughs>
3: no to spend it. But, and I but, really want to know how we're going to get them out of that dome. If we even are going them, to get them out, we're not getting them out of the dome. Why not?
1: Because right, look, uh, this this is the way that I look at it. We could have stayed in. We, we could have not tried to evacuate people, and we could have tried to actually mount some kind of offense against the angels. Because uh, th- if you think about it, that's what would sent Barrett Pierce off to do. Yeah? Get the troops. We've got we've got to protect the city. Yeah? And mm. we could all have stayed and tried to do that. It was a smart thing not to, but why... We're not going to... We're not going to get him out of the dome. Why would you want to do that? Oh, we broke him out of the dome. Oh, crap. Yig, the serpent god, is now running
3: free. I forgot about him. <laughs> you know what I mean? Let's leave yeah.
2: him there. And angels that <laughs> want us dead. RM are, um, are now scouring yeah. the skies. What
3: yeah, that the angels that wouldn't listen to our story.
2: I mean it was really? it was it was kind of it was a a, a really yeah it was it was an, a neat way having the dome in a in a sense of kind of giving us these entities that are can completely destroy us. Um but they're kind of contained for now. So we don't have to worry about them. We probably should at some point, mm-hmm. but <laughs> They kind of—they're not the immediate threat, mm. and that's one of the things I—I I, I note that Cookson does a lot. He's like,
4: yeah.
2: "Here's something absolutely terrifying, but don't worry about it.
4: <laughs> it's, it's
2: not important right now. That's future." Here's another threat that <laughs> yeah. is more immediate. Focus on that threat, and just you know, the other ones there, but it's fine. Probably never going to happen anyway. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, I remember saying, I think, uh, I think I said this to you, Bunkle, like offline at one point, that you, you guys as characters are at an interesting point where you're strong enough to actually affect the world. D and D has kind of a tiering system on how it decides the impact of the heroes, like are they local small town folk heroes, legendary, that sort of thing. You guys are kind of getting to that point now where you affect the world. You're strong. You're, you're no commoners or guards or even like local champions you guys are powerful but that means you get noticed and as you're all aware this world has some very powerful entities who are trying to do various things and some of them don't like wild cards showing up and being maybe a bit too nosy in places or a bit too affecting in other places so you kind of straddle that line where occasionally there's going to be very powerful things looking in your direction. It's kind of how you deal with that when they crop up. So I, I like, I kind of like these levels. Like I know some people don't like DMing higher levels, and a lot of campaigns kind of reset before they even get to like level eight or level ten. I, I quite like this this sort of in between moment where you're strong, you're deadly, but you're not that strong and deadly.
2: Yeah. yeah. Well, I, I feel like it's, it's it's always felt like from very early on that we're playing an epic. Mm. yeah we're not we're not playing you know a game where we are local heroes in a small town and the world only exists in that small town and its environs you know that one dungeon and this this, that's the life cycle of these characters there is a very big world out there Mm. yeah or or, or very big multiverse or um how Uh, you want to call it
1: well we i mean when you think about it with with basically been in you know we spent the whole of arc one in one town in like one city okay the like the biggest city in the area but we spent the whole the first arc in there and now we're we're just you know we're just break branching out from there but this is one continent on a a world map that has many continents you know what i mean we're Mm -hmm. nowhere near where rogar comes from Mm -hmm. yeah you know we're nowhere near where the 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 vampire people who apparently Sophia is related to come from.
2: Yeah, or where Tommy's uh, dad might be. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, we know where Tommy's dad is. He's a dead god.
3: But- well, <laughs> we
2: we have we haven't really explored down that arc. We've hinted oh, a lot. Yeah, okay.
3: It. We we I, I'm not sure if it was in the episode, but definitely after we spoke last in the last pod, you said that you would you don't remind reminding us of things that we might have forgotten because it was so many, maybe even years oh. ago, right, Cookson? Yeah. So, can you recall, help us recall, what exactly do we know about Tommy's dad? We know he's on a different continent, mm-hmm. Um, and I think we didn't we, we were talking to someone oh, that weird guy that then fucked off who lived in with us for a bit and remember? Bradley Cooper.
4: Oh! oh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
0: I remember rod <laughs> Cooper. R- 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 he, wanted a rod. he wanted a rod of resurrection to try to uh, bring his yeah. wife back to life
1: that
3: was yeah. it
0: mm.
1: yeah Ruf- rufus sounds about right
0: i think that's his name yeah that's uh looking it up um <laughs> yes yeah, so... i just remember bradley cooper <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's yeah. all i
3: remember bradley cooper
0: <laughs> um tommy was told where his dad resides i don't know if you remember that so it did come uh, up once. I can't remember exactly. I have it written down somewhere, but I don't have it. You were... That was
3: years ago. Yeah, it was. Yeah.
0: You were told he lives in Zephira, which is a island out quite far southeast of Varadin, if I take that as our center point. Zephira. Right,
3: writing that down.
2: <laughs> oh, indeed. Hmm. Yes,
3: so... I, 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 yeah. See, see? He's dad... He might not be a boss-born, Maybe. He has to be a bar spawn to be
1: able to use the dagger of bar. That's just the way that that, that that has to. Be, that would ha- surely that has to be. Like I'm sure, I'm sure I'm reasoning. sure I'm
2: sure I've mentioned this on the pod before, but like I said last time, you kept whanging on about me being being a bar spawn. <laughs> it's it's just like that time when someone says they like you but they don't really. It's just if if and 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 I've been fucked with so much <laughs> by Loric that it's like, yeah, I'm not going to believe anything he tells me. Yeah, It's probably okay. bollocks. He's probably fucking with me. And if I even start to try and believe it, that's when the illusion is going to come crashing down. That's right so, true So whether or not I is Matt, to believe it. Tommy certainly does not.
4: Mm-mm.
3: <laughs> that might be the smart way of doing things.
2: Yeah. Well, I mean, and and certainly treating anything um, anything bar related with a healthy dose of trepidation.
3: Oh yes. No, that that's. That's a given, surely. Yeah. Anything yeah. else I want to ask, Cookson?
4: <laughs>
3: can you rehash the entire subplot of blah blah blah? <laughs>
0: we already have well, a campaign might... Recap episode, so go listen to that
4: again. Yeah. <laughs> it,
2: it, it might it might kind of crop up as we as we carry on with with our arc two discussion. Mm.
4: But yeah,
1: there, there was no there was no way uh, we're not we're not going back to the dome. Well, I'm not going back to the dome. You guys can go back to the dome. Um, but I don't think there's no way of saving those people. Let's you know leave it to it, leave it there because I don't want to break you out anyway. Um, and my money's on him defeating the angels, you know. He's a bit it,
3: it was the Crimson Tongue that did the dome, didn't she?
1: She did, yeah, yeah, yeah,
3: yeah okay, so.
1: Yeah. And we know how powerful she is.
0: Mm. <laughs> Two gods enter, one god leaves. Mm. Well, yeah. I think there's a lot of questions about that whole event, and I think it's odd to say this, but I like your character's perspective of that event, where a lot of things went down that you don't know enough about to really know all the ins and outs of. You got told that obviously you guys had been a little bit set up with bringing the angels there, bringing the wrath of the Divine Hand, and obviously Kren had been corrupted to a point of antagonizing them. And you know the Illuminated were pretty much manipulating everything in Baradin to get to this end goal. I mean, Rogar had a one-on-one with Azrahim for a a short period that all but confirmed that. You guys baited a trap, and the Angels they came, and as you rightly point out, they didn't really seem willing to listen to things, and obviously you guys have never met celestial beings maybe that's just how they are, but they did go very hard on the Hellfire and Brimstone to smite this place. Even turning yeah, they, against some of their own maybe. pretty high-level priests. So you don't really know why. And your characters don't have a directly easy way to find out why. But as you say, most of this is now locked in the dome. And hey, maybe we'll play into things later. But right now, it's kind of a big, big question mark of what on, went on there. And you, I don't think you, Tommy and Sophia know why Yig showed up either. <laughs> so it's yeah. very much a... Uh,
2: well, Sophia probably thinks it's related to the fact that she's like swatted a snake once yeah yeah, it did <laughs> it's like holy Twice. fuck I've Twice. I'm, I'm never touched any other like creature again <laughs>
3: yeah <laughs> pretty much
1: God of saved your life tender. again by the way I just, just, put, just put that out there Pardon? saved your life again there by the way just...
3: yeah 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 <laughs> that's because I'm not playing on easy mode okay
1: <laughs> <laughs>
3: I don't like it
2: it was it was kind of a it was kind of a, a weird you know, we, we we came in, it was like, Oh, what are we gonna ask the council for? What can we what can we get out of this? And it was like and, and was, you know, of all the things we wanted, the main things, it was like, Yeah, you can have that. Yeah, you can have that. It was like, Oh, sweet, this is going surprisingly well. <laughs> yeah. And it was and it was I don't know, Tommy's a suspicious bastard. So <laughs> there was kind of a hint of I I don't know I felt like maybe an assassin might turn up Mm. or something because we had that great big window that was that was kind of asking for someone to snipe Mm
3: -hmm, definitely
2: somebody through so it was all going a bit well and I was kind of expecting something to happen not that (laughs) (laughs) not that and yeah of, of all the kind of and even then, I was, you know, the 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 kind of plans we were coming up with between episodes and stuff, uh, for, at least for that one, was like, yeah, okay, we'll try and reason with the the angels because let's be honest, we've got a bunch of good characters with us, mm-hmm. a bunch of people who worship those gods. Surely they're going to give them a chance to listen, or, or you know, at least. The, the, but the fact they just came in and, as you said, you know, they went from zero to like a thousand with a snap of fingers. Mm-hmm. It was just like, nope, they they are full vengeance mode. Yeah, and there is there is absolutely nothing we're going to be able to do about this. Mm. Which
0: isn't I mean isn't completely out of character for angels. Like they if they're on a vengeance trend, they'll they'll smite when they need to smite. But that did seem a bit over the
2: top. I mean, like like c- couldn't there have been some good people? Yeah, they were they they were they were not they weren't even judged during executioner. They were just straight to executioner. Mm. They weren't they weren't weighing into account anything. Everyone in that city needed to be purged. That was. Brutal.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, you see, I, I think I can't. I can't remember if this came up in the discussion or not. But I think that's kind of what angels do. They're not. They, they don't. You know, unless you are without sin, you are sinful. You know, um, and it's kind of. You know, they they have an instruction. They follow it. You know, to to the letter almost. Mm-hmm. You know, and um, we've upset, you know, a lot of people. (laughs) Basically, Kren upset a lot of people. Mm -hmm. So it's... Yeah, I just... I I mean, I I, I guess if if I'm looking at it in terms, you know, as Rogar, you know, because you're saying that you wanted, like, you know, how our characters felt about it. uh, That's kind of the way Rogar saw it, is that, well, there's not much that I can do. You know, these things... Have no interest in what we have to say, so cheese it was kind of the only option. Mm-hmm. Uh, other than you know, because uh, you know who you fight, you know what you're fighting, you know what you're dealing with. You know, <sighs> cheese it's cheese it was the best idea, and you know once once Araha couldn't talk to them, it was it was clear that you know he's supposed to be. I don't want to say the best of us, but he was supposed to be what I would say was without. You know, the closest to them almost, mm. and yeah, it's like nah you know, no, definitely I'm gonna, definitely I'm not gonna look kindly upon me
2: no, i'm I'm <laughs> gonna no. feather fall slowly to the ground <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh yeah i mean i was i was kind of uh, tommy was was shocked to see angels, you know a lot a lot of not not really kind of not liking gods all that much it's it's quite a quite a shock to see their um. Their avatars arriving um or they're um they kind of whatever you call angels their their dogs' bodies i don't know mm-hmm. um turning up um the instruments of their justice and yeah it, i I honestly thought we had a good case to kind of present to them you know we we have you've seen evil in this city we have defeated it
5: mm-hmm.
2: we've 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 cleaned shop you know um yeah, we 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 we've done an internal investigation, and um, we've um, found the culprits, and he's been removed from office. Mm-hmm. And don't worry, it's it's all in hand. And that that didn't fly surprisingly. Uh, I think at that point, Tommy kind of showed a ne- uh, a level of I don't know um, heroism. It's not quite the right, quite the right word, but kind of decisiveness to to kind of take charge and try and try and help people that he hasn't really shown before. I think that's because Varadin is Tommy is Varadin and Varadin was Tommy. And there was kind of a, you know, it was, it was his city and he knew it from the tallest tower right down to the dingiest sewer. And those people, whether he liked them or hated them, they were his people. And he wanted to help as many of them as he could to try and first of all, to try and fight back. And then when it became obvious, it was, it was a case of a a lost cause, um, to escape. So, uh, Sophia, I mean, how, how did you, well, how did Sophia feel here?
3: Yeah. Well, I'm just thinking, I was like, is there anyone that I actually wish that we'd saved? And then there's the doom guide. And that's really about it. Because I know David got out. Yeah. I don't really give a shit about anyone else. It would be great if, if Sophia's dad was still in there, but he's not. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, Which begs the question, did he see something like this coming? Did he know this was coming? Probably, because he got out early
3: he got out like
1: yeah. two months early mate <laughs> yeah so you know he's a he's a big player in this somewhere and we don't know where and uh, i mean whether it no matter who it is he's going to come back to somebody isn't he yeah you know if you think about it he even has you know he was even involved in the one shot mm. yeah because yeah. he was the one who gave who gave the instruction to give sophia the coin yeah. 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 So he cost your girlfriend her memory. So you know, but it, you know, it, it, that begs the question: Is he, is he against the Illuminated, and against this whole, you know, is he actually a good guy? It's just that you've always said him as a bad guy because he had to be that way to, you know, keep up appearances, or is he actually a bad guy?
2: Is he a worse guy? Yeah. I mean yeah we 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 don't know we don't really have any idea about his motivations the The discussions you had with him were pretty kind of cryptic, yeah, yeah, so all you know, all you know is he needs either you or your brother for something
3: yeah i I'd want to explore it, but also I don't want to see him again
4: <laughs> yeah. he's,
3: he's a dick um but yeah apart from the doom guide. No?
2: That's that 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 that, that's you about know, it. that 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 feels very severe, actually. <laughs> yeah it, it does you you, you you severed ties to Varadin a long time ago. You really didn't enjoy being back. Yeah.
3: And the only reason why I wanted to go back was David and David's out and I made friends with a Doom guy, didn't he have me become a cleric? Yeah. Everybody else could go to fuck.
1: <laughs> it's very it's very, very noble esque that, isn't it? It's like I made friends with a guy who gave me something. And other than that, fuck everyone.
2: Yep. Yeah. Yep. What's in it for me? Yeah. <laughs> um,
1: People say Rogar's the bad guy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we're, we're all a little bit
2: selfish in our own ways. How very um, Landrin of you. <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs> do, you know, yeah. do you know what? Kind of,
2: kind of thinking back, though, Tommy's gonna, Tommy's, Tommy would think this, not at the time, because events were moving too quickly. But surprised the Watchers were still in mm. the city. Well, you did get told that
0: some of them were alpha missions when this happened, and you didn't see any of them during the fight. In fact, the only one you saw recently was um, their shady cellar. You hadn't seen anyone else since, so you don't
1: know if they all got caught.
2: Or or if they they made it out, but if they did, they did it very quietly,
1: and why didn't they let me know? (laughs) 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 Well, maybe they don't like you that much. Hmm?
2: No, probably not. But you know, it's kind of thing like this is the kind of thing the Watchers are there for. Mm. Yeah. So either they they were happy for Veridian to be destroyed, or it was something they could do nothing about.
5: Mm.
2: But in it, interesting in any case that they've been absent for whatever reason since then. And Tom, Tommy at least would 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 have assumed they were still there, or at least some of them certainly were. But whether or not they actually were is, is, but he he definitely encountered, well he encountered the cellar, didn't he when he went yeah there. But he didn't mm-hmm. encounter anyone else. Yeah. Uh, did, did he encounter the Did he encounter the the one that he would he liked a lot? Uh, he hadn't seen her since she told him
0: about the shrine of Othran.
4: Okay. She
0: he you asked Jacob about her and he said that she was off on a mission somewhere in the city. Okay.
4: Mm.
0: All right. So hopefully she's got out anyway.
4: Hmm. Yeah,
0: I think there's a lot of question marks about around what happened that day. I think, and you know, we'll we'll see where they lead.
1: (laughs) Hopefully, not back to (laughs) Varin, just because Rokar not going back. (laughs) Well,
2: perhaps, but it could be you know, it could be an interesting callback to a familiar place, very changed.
1: I'm still not going back.
4: Rogar <laughs> uh, well,
2: doesn't have to. You can die, and we can bring someone another character back. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm interested to go back if the if if there's a there's there's a compelling tale tale to be told there. Mm. Yes. Yeah. But no, as as it stands, probably not.
3: Yeah. No. Yeah, that's what I mean.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, to be fair,
0: there is a big question marker over that whole what's going on with the Divine Hand and why they have angels and all of that really. that's None of your characters have any direct interaction with those people and you haven't yep. gone south to meet them so it's a bit of a I don't know, maybe maybe at some point we'll find out just what's going on in that direction but for now, your characters left Varadin, you were played a little bit by the Crimson Tongue and you never got the chance to try and interrupt a ritual which ended with Varadin being domed. Um...
3: <laughs> does anyone I mean, actually, else think that... of like the the Simpsons episode? Well, it's was the Simpsons yes. film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Completely.
2: Yeah. See, see, the thing is, I I can't help but thinking, even though generally everything the Crimson Tongue does is 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 bad for Tommy, that that doming it might not have been a good idea.
1: <laughs> you mean might not have been a bad idea? Yeah, that's what I mean. Rather, but, but, yeah, yeah. My, yeah.
3: Considering yeah, think... it was either that or like an all-out nuclear war. Yeah. Thing. In fantasy terms. Yeah.
1: We are the heroes. <laughs> we Sometimes. are the heroes of this story. <laughs> I'm sorry. We just are. I, th-
2: I, think, I think, as I said earlier, it kind of depends on who you are. <laughs> yeah. What is winning, anyway? <laughs> <laughs> we, we, we play D&D. It's clearly the taking part that counts. Exactly.
0: Yes. <laughs> yeah, so then you, you left Varadin and you were a bit nomadic as you made your way through the forest, and that's where you finally ran into the war effort. Specifically, the aftermath of uh, Milkshire's burning by Knowles. And that uh, yep. led you down to a entirely different path.
2: <laughs> yep. An actual heroic moment for Tommy, though. Yeah. <laughs> Saving people from burning buildings. I mean, Tommy likes going into fire now. Apparently,
4: <laughs>
2: um, just because yeah. you don't like the
3: forest means that doesn't mean you need to go into the fire, dude.
2: Yeah, I know, <laughs> <laughs> but it burns trees. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. Yeah, and then yeah, I guess we we then decide, as always, to split the party. That's never never goes badly, and we we made it into budhome didn't we? Yeah, I think that's
0: the that's the next big part of Arc 2, I I'd say. Blood home. So how did you guys find
2: Blood Home?
1: I thought it was uh, a a splendid little romp in the countryside. <laughs> I
2: mean it wasn't the um it wasn't a nice looking place, but I wouldn't have minded settling down there at least for
5: a while. Yeah. <laughs> I did
3: enjoy playing that trait. I really, really did. If you didn't notice yeah. I was all set for like get in a house and just you know live in the grey
1: <laughs> live in the grey yeah, I, love
2: I, it. I i guess i guess sophia's not had to do too many of those like had a had a kind of compelled character thing to no, do no no
3: i haven't at all
1: it, it's
2: quite fun isn't it you kind of it is, it is fun <laughs> you know you know, you know you've got no choice about it so you might as well <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> oh.
1: no i i, I mean all jokes aside, Rogar thought it was all right. You know, at the end of the day, I didn't really get infected until right at the end. Um,
2: Lucky you know, bastard! I saved. Yeah. That, I made that save so many times. You <laughs> <did>. <laughs> oh my god, how many times? And oh, yeah, once. It's all it takes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it takes was... these praxis.
1: Yeah, yeah. it's quite fortunate I arrived late. Um yeah. But I. But in the meantime, you, uh, Sophia's arm wrestling with the, with the dude. <laughs> that was epic. Yeah. That, was, that
2: was so good. That was
1: so that was, good. It was just a simple it thing. It was like a proper good. It, like you know, I mean, you you think, oh well, it, you know, it's a bit of fun and, you know, bit of our wrestling. But it was like, no, we were all into it.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs>
3: that's going to be made into a t shirt, isn't it? That's
2: that's that's definitely another moment of of Sophia locking arms with um someone who turns out. <laughs> to be rather more than they appear as well. So the yeah. fact you, you, the fact you lasted that long is even more impressive in retrospect. Mhm.
3: Yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah that, so Sophia in that kind of pose I oh, oh yeah that's I can see that that picture Tommy slightly pissed kind of burping in the background.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Sophia, Sophia. Oh, yeah, I quite like the
0: little the little feast games. I it's it was one of those things where we'd kind of gone um game-wise back to back to back in really tough scenarios and you yeah. you guys as characters had been beaten up and thrown from one thing to another and then the moment you kind of get out of that uh, meat grinder you do the milshire thing which was a a small little act of heroism then I think the the feast allowed you guys to kind of blow off steam as characters a little bit. I mean, Rogar went off to go go uh, check on some knolls at the same time, so he he missed out on that. But maybe he wasn't feeling yeah. the effects quite so much.
5: <laughs>
2: I think I think it, it was one of those things as well where I was quite suspicious of Bloodholm straight away, and we could easily have blown off all the games and stuff. Which the logical part of my brain was like, yeah, no, let's let's. Let's remain apart from this because I don't trust it. It all seems a bit too weird and overly friendly. But you know what? F for, for, for pure game wise and you know, Tommy was feeling he could do with a drink and stuff. I, I really wanted to engage with it. I thought it was gonna be fun and it and it turned out it was fun. <laughs> Even though game wise obviously it bit us in the ass.
0: <laughs> yeah, I think <sighs> Sometimes it's impossible not to metagame because you can see things coming, like just because of the nature of you're playing a game. It's
5: yeah.
0: something's going on always because otherwise, why are we even here? <laughs> yeah. Like, are we? Is it a double bluff? Are we just here to do this and then we're going to leave with some horses and that's it? Maybe. <laughs> but sometimes that would feel probably anticlimactic. On the other hand, wouldn't it? So you kind of have to yeah. go in with like, okay, something's going on here. Maybe it's the thing put in front of me. Maybe it's something. Maybe that's a distraction and something else is going on. Maybe there's a few different layers here, which I feel like we did with Bloodhome. There was a few different layers of things that were going on in this town.
2: But Oh, definitely, yeah. yeah. yeah.
0: Sometimes you have to turn your metagame down to be like, you know what? My character wouldn't care that much. They've been through hell. Fuck it, they want a drink. <laughs> They're going to yeah. take this uh, this nice pint, sit down, meet some new friends,
3: and have a laugh. <laughs> All of a sudden, we we hear that accent again, and it's just Oh, this isn't gonna be good, is it? Really? <laughs>
2: yep. As soon as
3: you hear, I love Martin. Oh.
2: that's that Southern draw. <laughs> yeah. As
3: soon as that came along, that was that was never going to end well.
2: <laughs> but Cookson does it so well, so you know, it's a it's a it's it's a good accent. Yeah, but seriously, it, 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 you you managed, you managed to layer it with it, with with. Just the right amount of menace <laughs> I'm glad <to> hear that
4: <laughs>
2: uh, yeah, um but yeah, yeah, it's so blood home, yeah, it was um started off it bad
4: done.
2: well start started off quite good with that, it got bad, it got worse, it got awful
4: <laughs> <laughs>
2: i mean i mean ro- 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 i mean Bunker, you're saying that, you know, Rogar found it alright. I mean, yeah, okay, but but remember we ended Bloodhome trying to fight light.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but
1: again, remember I was the one who could damage the light. So,
3: you know, True. Rogar... Yeah, you ran away!
1: I didn't run we away, did, we, I tried we... to do something different. <laughs> <laughs> it was a tactical
2: withdrawal. Um...
1: <laughs> I no, thought it... that the possibility was that if we took out the what was feeding it, it would die. Yeah. Which, I mean I, in
4: theory, I was,
2: it does makes sense. I was I was fully on board with that plan, I've got to be honest. <laughs> it, it, it was it we we weren't to know at that point that that Rogar would be the only one who could really do damage to it.
1: No. No, we weren't. Um, we weren't.
0: Yeah, one of the, one of the things with Blood Home that I liked is um I kind of really got to wear my uh, wear my inspirations on my sleeve for that one and uh, mix a few different things of uh I quite like to draw inspiration from. Like, I'm a big fan of like Lovecraftian stuff. I'm a big fan really? of. Uh, oh yeah, shocking, right? <laughs> um, <laughs> I hadn't noticed at all. <laughs> uh, I really love the game Bloodborne, which has some Lovecraftian elements yeah. in it as well. And that's all about a, a well. There's a bit of blood infection in that going around, and I, I love the the original story of the Colorado Space. So I was kind of like, oh, I, I I like all these things, but I don't just want to mash them together. How can I actually make this work in our world and kind of a little bit of homage to different stories and kind of mixed stuff together and I think it turned out pretty well like obviously reviewing oh, yeah. myself here I think I I liked how it turned out at least
4: <laughs> yeah
2: it, it felt it felt um it felt very cohesive as as a kind of as a narrative of a place of an event that had happened and the, here were people who were kind of dealing with dealing with it yeah um, it... yeah so yeah it d- definitely felt felt like it was you know it wasn't original story with with themes um and ideas kind of borrowed from elsewhere that kind of you know homages to mm. as it were yeah but
4: yeah, it was I expect, I would, it, a-
2: it was it was tough i mean there there's a um there's a game that well a a kind of pre-written uh adventure for um, Warhammer a fantasy role play which has got a similar element of um having characters infected mm and that's quite a, because um, that that also kind of puts a, dip, a time limit on it. So it's not as long a, not sorry, not as short a shorter time limit as the one that Tommy had on him, but it still kind of adds a pressing danger and need, and kind of it's one of the one of those other fears in D and D that you get. Like the main fear is is death, mm. and that come that kind of occurs all the time. There's all there's all, pretty much always in most adventures. A chance that um that you're going to die but the chance of living on with reduced stats is pretty horrifying too it yeah. is awful let
3: <laughs> yeah. do it now that's and
2: that's 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 one of those things that obviously you know that if we had a character in, a, in the party um with the right skill set wouldn't be a problem yeah <laughs> yeah but we don't because as we know in GTMP we are not a balanced party no
1: <laughs> but i think that's part of what makes it fun yes to be honest. yeah because i think if we were if we if we were perfectly balanced and you know and what we wouldn't get into such sticky situations are <laughs> <laughs> we so- kind of kind of
2: as 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 kind of arc two's happened and sort of sort of happened almost around the same sort of time, although perhaps a little bit earlier, um, we are we have started to diversify in our party, and we now have more skills than we did. Yeah, um,
1: but again, it's not like it, it, I know what you're saying, but it's still it's 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 not the same as it could have been because obviously we're at lower levels. Mm-hmm in that diverse party. So like mm-hmm. exactly, you know, it, yeah. Bloodhome plays yeah, very
0: different with a level 9 cleric.
1: Yeah. Mm. Yeah, exactly. Um but,
2: but I mean if if we look at I don't know some of the some of the encounters we face because we are you know incredibly skilled combat fighters um then a lot a lot of the encounters I think would would play very differently mm-hmm. if we had squishy people in the team. Yeah, Um, good people. uh, Well, yeah, you you know what I mean. Even if
3: Solara was there, it would have been. Yeah, she's a squishy
1: person.
2: She is
3: very squishy. Well,
2: but um, I bet. Okay, has has different connotations when you say it. (laughs) 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 Um, but yeah, you like for example, I'm just I just fired up and roll twenty, and the the picture that's that's on screen at the moment is the battle map from um from the big fight in like the throne room of the fortress Mm. i'm thinking with squishy characters in there i mean it was tough for us as combat characters yeah yeah Um, but if you had a you know a party i guess i guess wizards would have done well or, or, or spellcasters would have done well initially but as soon as they got taken into um yeah ranked in combat and stuff there was a lot of stuff in that room that could um could cut them to pieces so you know in in that kind of fight we do quite well. Mm. Well,
0: I think yeah, um, yeah. a really good comparison, actually, between your current party and one of the one shots we did was um, when you guys in the first one shot we had, where you guys fought the uh, the Zoo, the uh, the demon.
4: Oh yeah,
1: that yeah, was yeah.
0: a tougher yeah. fight than I thought you guys. Well, than I think you guys thought it was going to be because you guys thought about it. You made a well-rounded party that could cover each other, and the yep. first thing you fought that was in theory pretty level appropriate. It was hard. Like, you didn't have that, oh, we're just going to cleave down this thing's health in two rounds, and it'll be done. Yeah. It was like, yeah. shit, we don't hit this thing very hard. It's got resistances, it can do spells, it can do all these things, and yeah, we can counter some of it, but it's living longer than we're
2: expecting, and that's hurting us.
5: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely,
2: definitely. There are there are, there are are weaknesses to well-rounded parties. Hmm. And yeah, <laughs> and the the amount of damage we can put out in a round is is, it's, you know, it, and, yeah. and that's what, what, what I'm, I mean. A, a wizard, you know, a high level wizard could easily outpace us for a yeah. couple of rounds.
1: Yeah, that's but then
2: it. when 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 you, when you start running out of those high level spell slots and you're down to using your lower level ones, or heaven forbid, you're down to cantrips. We keep pumping that damage out every single turn. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, yeah 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 but that, that's just it I mean it, it's I say I think almost that's it's not almost it is what makes it enjoyable at least to me is you know I think if like I say I think if we were perfectly balanced, I think there would be not not necessarily a struggle there, but you know I just think that it makes certain things more epic because yes, we do deal a lot of damage, but if we come up against something that takes a lot of damage and it gets like, you know, and we get drugged into like later on in the fight, it feels like a war of attrition sometimes. Mm-hmm. And especially,
2: you- especially as, as sort of as the enemies keep running away from us. <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah. But you know, I, I, I like the, 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 uh, I said the visual of that that war of attrition. It, it's like you know, it, it's it's like it's like a boxing fight. As we get into later rounds, everybody's getting bloodied. Everybody's you know looking you know busted up, but we're still in it. And we always have that like punch's chance in a sense. Whereas I think if we were relying a lot, you know, if we're a bit more balanced and you know, once you've run out of spells, you're out of spells. Do you know what I mean? And then you kind of you kind of you know, that's when you, you you don't you don't have that other option of right. Let's get stuck in because to me you you you're not built for it. So you know it's a, it's futile almost.
2: Yeah, I mean it's it's exactly the same. It's, it's like we, we'd we'd have when you when you have like a heavy party like this. So like if we had a heavy party full of um full of wizards or sorcerers, for example, then we'd we'd nuke stuff turn one. Yeah. We'd absolutely destroy a lot of encounters in one turn, but then if we ever did get stuck into a war of attrition, we'd die. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, it's 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 all kind of it's we are we are the kind of the rocky party in this. Yeah. One. We, yeah. Are, we are. We are. are constantly constantly slugging away, coming out of every fight with a, like a face that just is covered in blood and bruises, <laughs> and just. Getting up even after we probably shouldn't. Yeah. And that's, yeah, we are we are kind of we are underdogs, and even as we level up and stuff, and he was, was get more powerful and things, and sometimes we get a little bit cocky um when we get into a fight and stuff. There, Cooks always reminds us that we're the underdogs. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we we are we are punching up.
1: <laughs>
0: I must admit one of the things I, I've liked about Arc Two, and I think Blood Home is a good example of it, is creating threat in ways that you guys don't expect and that's to say not everything is just a fight where you hit something and it hits you back quite hard and you guys are close to rolling death saves i think we've done just as a group i think we've done well in creating tension out of as you say like some things have had time limits that you've not expected there's been disease elements of things you've been running out of power in different ways you've been getting manipulated you've been getting broken down in ways that you can't just punch your way out of and i think that's been i think that's been good to differentiate from arc one because i think arc one had a lot more of you're gonna fight a big thing and maybe you'll win maybe you'll lose and there's a tension to that but eventually you get to the point where i throw something at you that just hits you and kills you one hit and that's no sure you can make a dramatic moment out of that like depending how it's set up but it if it happens unintentionally it can be a bit uh lackluster
2: so I think, well, that's, yeah, the, yeah, this
0: twist on it, I think, I personally think, is working well.
2: I think so. I think it's it's nice. It's it's a good way to play, as you say. You like the um, the kind of mid mid level characters that we we're kind of getting into now, and that's that's a good way to do it to mix it up, because when you are a low level character, it's very difficult, you know, and and certainly in the early days as well, we weren't as experienced to know know how to deal with these kind of things. So um, yeah as we, as we kind of level up you know we can keep hitting harder stuff but it's nice to have it mixed up a little bit as well um, and it makes it makes more sense when you are lower level there's there's you know that's pretty much what you do you play to your strengths but now there are a lot more options hmm. and we have more more equipment and more more ways of dealing with things as well and there's more to think about in a fight or in a situation that isn't necessarily a fight yeah and i mean
0: ha- i do enjoy throwing your uh typically asocial characters into social (laughs) environments just to see what
3: happens (laughs) we're just not sociable people full stop it's not our characters
2: (laughs)
0: that's just, that's
3: just just
2: us just a bunch of miserable cunts.
3: Yeah, no, that's, uh, <laughs> that's why we all live so fucking far away from each other.
2: Yeah. <laughs> and, yet, and yet, even though we live so far away from each other, you're you you you're my friends. I haven't made any other ones.
4: <laughs> um,
2: no, it's, 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 it's a bit of that, and it's a little bit like, I guess we all made our characters in, in isolation for this first one, and we all made a character and just kind of assumed, oh, someone else will be the spellcaster or someone else will be the face of the party. I'm going to make this character and we'll see what happens. And yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I
3: think with, with the the one shot, we definitely tried to be better. And every single time we do a one shot, we always experiment with like loads of different characters and voices and, and backgrounds. But then we keep coming back to the hitty cat gang i'm like oh <laughs> i really wish i had my charisma for this <laughs> yeah. What, yeah. One, one
2: of the things that is fun i'm sure for listening to gcp or i hope it is is certainly one of the things i found fun when i was listening to the dreamlands and stuff is that yeah you you throw us uncharismatic characters into social situations and that's part of that is a big part of D mm-hmm. and we we are very not good at it and when just occasionally when we when we make like you know, we, we get to have fun with a one shot and we create some random characters that we don't have to live with forever, but we get a chance to play. We always have a bit more charisma. <laughs> and it's yeah. always nice to be able to do something in those situations. And yeah, I, I, I feel exactly what Flo was saying then. You come back down again to being Tommy. I love being Tommy. But dear God, I really hope we don't wow. have to talk.
0: Yeah, I Bloodhome was a lot of fun for me. I say I I think having a little self contained thing that gave you guys a clear focus was cool and i'm glad you guys enjoyed it as much as i did even with the, the fight at the end being very difficult for you know a bunch of different reasons
2: yeah <laughs> um it was yeah it it felt like we got to give our main characters the same kind of experience of as of a one shot almost mm. yeah know, it was yeah which which is which is quite nice it's a little, little self contained adventure it, it in in the main party, a a proper kind of defined side quest. Mm. And I I loved
0: playing uh, Father Eli. I loved setting up the whole um, Outer outer Spawn, Mayor Bertrand. And, uh, you know, setting up all the little things there was a lot of fun, so.
2: (laughs) Yeah, it was, I mean, so it is those kind of creepy small towns, um, you know, or, or villages where kind of, you know, they hot hot fuzz rift on it well but that kind of thing you know it's quite insular there's stuff going on and you're not quite sure where but everyone's really friendly Mm -hmm. yeah (laughs) it's it's like it's why people believe that there can be like four murders a week in midsummer and stuff yeah (laughs) (laughs) and I mean
0: speaking of speaking of one shots before we kind of continue with Arc 2 something special happened during this year that was episode 100 and we did something a little special for it. How did you guys find episode one hundred? All three parts of it.
3: <laughs> I loved it. Yeah. Yeah, I love playing my character.
2: Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I love I love one shots. <laughs> uh, I, I I think think the story would too be be too disjointed if we just did one shots, but I do like doing one shots. Mm. <laughs> um, I I spend far too much time writing up characters. I I, I wrote and this time particularly, I wrote up like. Five characters, I think, um, <laughs> before settling on one of them. <laughs> uh, but based based on the whim that oh my god I can be a turtle, um, <laughs> and, and then and then um, and then Bunker being like oh my god I can be an elephant, and we were just like oh that sounds yeah. fun, <laughs> yeah. fuck it, <yeah. laughs> <laughs> <laughs> and that that was that was it really. Um, and then how do how do I play a character that that's kind of re- re- surprisingly uh, so I, I maybe blow my up a little bit but but reasonably deep and um established and and not not actually that funny for a character that you know on the outset seems pretty funny
4: <laughs> yeah uh, he's
2: he's a he's an anthropomorphized turtle who is a barbarian and a bard well that just <laughs> seems silly but i tried to tried to play it straight and I hope it worked. I think it did. I, I really liked Atlas. I thought he was a good character. I liked uh, all three of your characters with the one shot, to be honest. I thought
0: they they played well together, I think they came across as a group that had been together for a while, which is credit yeah, to you guys. Was,
3: yeah, that was quite difficult. I was like, what's her backstory? Exactly. Yeah. How, yeah, And it's just the fact that we were all good as well. <laughs>
1: yeah, that, that, that was that was really interesting. Was for like, you it was. Yeah. <laughs> It was difficult for me that, <laughs>
3: <laughs> but yeah, no, it was um, it it was it was the fact that I could throw spells, but also fight. And being a rogue was so much fun. I understand why people are rogues now, <laughs> you know. It's just like I'm just gonna I'm gonna hide and then pop out and then hide again, because you know, fuck being seen.
2: So, to talk talking of one shots, and I know this is this is a bit of a segue, but I wouldn't mind asking you all anyway, just just because it feels like an, a nice thing to think about. Because I, I say I always like playing new characters, and I always write out far too many. Um, and I think I asked you this as well the last time we did a kind of a chat episode, or maybe the time the the first chat episode. I can't remember, but kind of what character would any of you like to be in this world, and that kind of includes Cookson as well in your world of. That you've created for gtmp what character would you want to play as for a one shot or even as a kind of main character
5: hmm. um
2: i've had
0: personally i've had a character in mind for a while that i'd love to play like i've always got a bunch of characters i want to play there's one that i'm getting ready to play uh offline and there's uh, a few others that i've written up that i just want to play one day or another uh there's one that i'd like in our world is a he's a a rogue um inquisitor essentially there's a there's a a subclass of inquisitor and um i like the idea of having someone who is specifically witch hunter-y almost or if you're familiar with 40k like an inquisitor actual character of rooting out evil and heresy and whether in my world maybe i'd make him an agent of the divine hand or something like that where he was specifically working for some someone in the empire. And was set out into the world to uncover certain things and root out evil and could at times be a little morally gray but maybe was thinking at the very least that they were doing good things and they were willing to use the tools of the enemy and get their hands bloody to do the right thing i, I kind of like the idea of that character i think he'd fit well in the gtmp
2: yeah mor- morally gray in there i, <laughs> I think yeah it's, it's kind of because because the kind of rooting out evil and stuff is how a lot of people play paladins and stuff but but that kind of that element of he he's not above doing um doing dirty deeds to to root out that evil Mm -hmm. yeah that kind of that kind of slightly morally gray way but you you, ultimately you believe you're completely 100% right and that therefore the the you know the method is um It's all about the end result.
0: Exactly. Like, a a little bit of zealousness to him as well. I I like that character. I think he'd be uh, a lot of fun to play in this world.
3: (laughs) Oh, yeah.
2: Oh,
0: yeah.
3: How about you guys? Anybody else? You guys? A I think. Sorry? Well, well, because I'm being a fighter with, like, a few spells. I think I want to try more spells. I'm not going to go full out, like, wizard or anything like that, because that's just way too many. Actually, no. What's the word? Like wizard. Would wizard be the worst? Because they have to learn their spells at least, whereas...
0: But wizards have so... the, the most options for spells, and they can add to yeah. their spells by picking up scrolls and like writing them into their yeah. books. So you do... You end up with a hell of a lot of spells that you kind of have to pick and choose of what you want to use and when's best to apply them with your spell slots and that. So they, I'd say they probably are the most... They're the most like admin-intensive to play, because you could be like, oh, shit, I used my spell slot for this, where well, I should have used it for this, and... Uh, what have I got ready today? And, you know, oh, I need to hunt down some scrolls because I really want this spell but I couldn't pick it on a level up. Like, there's a lot more, like, focus around how you acquire all your spells. But they're, they're really cool to that, play, but... Yeah, Yeah,
3: that's way too much for me. <laughs> I mean, I would... I'd, something light? <laughs> Sorcerer's
2: part <bad laughs> that. Sorcerer, yeah, 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 let's go
0: yeah.
3: with that. <laughs> or, or something, you know?
2: Or bards. Bards, yeah. are, bards are really... I mean... I. Don't get me evangelising about bards, but um, we know you love a bard. But but, but bards are super uh, underrated casters. Bard Street Boys. Yes, one day, one day a full bard party. Um, (laughs) But yeah, it is again. It's it's another one where where you've kind of got options, but it's not it's not the same level as a as a wizard. Or you could try a paladin where you've got like a few. Yeah. And you can still you can still hit stuff when you run out of spell but shots. But I could
3: be a good paladin, and, and yeah,
1: could be a good paladin. Mm.
3: Most paladins
1: are good. It's just <laughs> it's just like I just went full born evil. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, so what what about you, Bunko? What do you want to play as?
1: What I wa- so. Oh, I was saying in terms of if I was to change my character, or as if, or as if like we were to do a new one shot in this world.
2: Uh say, say let's say for, say for your case, a new one shot, because um, or 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 say Rogar died. One one of those examples, not necessarily, not necessarily, or, or carrying on somewhere in this world, but not necessarily on the same quests.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, you see, it's it's kind of hard because what. I know what i i i, I i'm I, i'm very vanilla i like hitting things and i like hitting them quite hard you know and yeah. uh that that that's just kind of what i do um and like any video game that i play i always get to it and i think oh you know what i'm gonna i'm gonna do something different i'm gonna focus on spells and i never do i just become <laughs> i just i just build a tank that's what i do because i and it's mainly because I'm pretty, I'm pretty bad at playing a lot of, ge- you know, playing games, and I, I need to, you know, be able to survive a lot so that I can, you know, actually, uh, not die in every encounter. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I think in terms of that, I've almost played my ideal character, of you know, in this world, and that was Dick, mm-hmm. um, or or even um, like a mix of him and Rogar, because. As, as you know, we've already said. I mean, <laughs> Rogar's, uh gaining insanity has it, it's, has um, it's benefited my roleplay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, you, know, so you so you,
2: so you say, you're saying you play as a Palabarian then?
1: Yeah, but I, like, yeah, in a way, like I mean, I I try I I, I try and bit you know I almost base everything I do, you know, and a lot of what I try and say and whatnot co- comes out of, you know, I've I've heard it in movies or you know it's like I I, I cut the odd wrestling promo and stuff <laughs> like that. So you know, I think I probably would play some kind of you know s- some kind of barbarian and you know and just hit stuff really hard.
5: You know, <laughs>
1: it's, if you got a, if you got a, if you got a few uh, spell sorts of uh, divine smite in there. It's not. It's, you know, that's gonna help out a bit, isn't it. You know what I mean? So I, I, I think I think I think I'm kind of I think I've kind of found my niche. <laughs> the only thing that I would like to do is I'd like to play a kobold. I just.
3: Won't. Oh really? Do you
1: know? Do you know what I, was <laughs> I think th- it would be hilarious.
2: I think it would be hilarious too. I was thinking about a kobold. It was one of my characters when I was writing this up. If t- <laughs> plus I think you get pack tactics, don't you? If you kobolds. I forget what oh, you I, I get don't, that. I, Um I know goblins get
0: Fury of the Small. I forget what a uh, get when they're uh, actual characters. Something. Well, they should get
5: something. Yeah, they, they'll get something.
0: <laughs> I, the idea of playing a kobold who was a um, a zealot barbarian, which are the types of barbarian that are so angry they don't die. I would absolutely <laughs> love to play a kobold who was just too angry to die.
1: <laughs> yes, that is amazing. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, that that would be a hilarious character to play, definitely. Uh, yeah, I, I thought would be yeah. I was thinking of it because a bit of a tribute to the um the Cobalt Party Cave, but um just well, yeah.
1: The that, thing that, is, that, I mean, if if we're running into this world, he could have been somebody He could he could be from the Party Cave. Well, could, I, oh,
2: I, yeah. I love the idea that like you know two caves down there was actually a Cobalt Party going on. <laughs> 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 um but but yeah, um so I was you know, I've I've written up a lot of characters and I've been playing thinking a lot of ideas. Um but actually what I really want to do in this world is play completely against type. So I, right. I would I would like to play a wizard. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Oh uh, all the
2: it, effort. I know, I know. And that's and that's largely it's not just against type like against type in GTMP, it's like Bunkle, I'm very similar in this fact that if i'm playing a video game i generally like to hit stuff i also like to be as as we've already previously discussed the kind of the what i love about tommy is that kind of human underdogness you know he's just a regular dude with some guns yeah. i always like those kind of characters those kind of this is a regular dude he's in a fantastical world where fucking gods are trying to kill him and he's just trying to make his way through it and that 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 resonates with me massively um much more so than than a lot of the more sort of fantastical and braver characters or more powerful characters do, so just once I'd like to spin it on its head and be like, "You know, no, this time i am I am the wizard, I have all the power, <laughs> I have all the spells, I'll have to do all the work to go with it, and I'll have to be pretty um it's a different kind of brave because I can't just just hide behind." A shield or hide behind a stupid amount of hit points. Um, I'll have to cast shield instead, or I'll have to um have to use my use my brain. Because the, the the fun thing is, and I think what's what's come out of gtmp for me that I've really learned is that there are a lot of ways to approach it that D and D that you can't really do in a video game, and kind of even more so now we've been playing it kind of week in week out there's a lot of things you can do and a lot of ways you can approach situations if you have the tools to do that to flip it completely on its head and wizards have a lot of those tools do. Uh, now let's keep cooks on his toes so you know um... <laughs> <laughs> there, is, there are some some fun things you can do that completely change the course of events and it might be fun to just try it out for a bit i don't know if i'd do it for a full campaign if tommy died maybe tough though Hmm. but certainly certainly for a one shot or maybe as a recurring character i don't know we'll 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 see what happens but um yeah wizard wizard is kind of it's my it's the, the class that scares me the most,
3: yeah me too,
5: me um, too
2: <laughs> so so fuck it, let's give it a go <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah no, y- no, y- no, y- no. Y- you-, you you'll you'll know that uh, any day I'd play another bard. Um, but do you know what the problem with playing another bard is I don't think I could top Kurt. Yeah. I yeah. don't think I could be a better bard than Kurt. So, uh, or, or have a better idea for a bard. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I know what you mean.
2: Interesting. I fucking love Kurt. Kurt
4: <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, was cool. <laughs>
1: yeah. And he's back on Team Rogar.
2: <laughs> well... I think Kurt's on Team uh, Kurt. Yeah. I mean the, <laughs> t- t- Team Rogar is is kind of like a lot of people playing their own game. It's um, Yeah, exactly. Yeah, t- t- Team Team Rogar is a little bit like um oh what's it called? Um like the um, the the longest yard the cons before they actually get any kind of semblance of working together. Mm. <laughs> I know what you mean. Everyone out for themselves. <laughs> yeah. Uh
0: yeah, I mean, before before we run back I, I did want to just finish on the uh the episode 100 thing was I I, I really enjoyed the end of it. I, I liked the fight with Illystra and I liked the, the reveal of Karnak as a returned villain from uh, times long past. I, I enjoyed that ending. Hope you guys enjoyed the fight because it was, uh, I think, probably one of our more difficult fights to play. Oh my
3: god. <laughs> yeah. I'm running. Uh, just I, running.
1: I, I, I am glad I missed that fight. <laughs> uh... Oh my god. L- listening back when when Carnac reveals himself, I was just like, "Oh f- fuck!"
4: <laughs> <laughs>
2: that, that that was that was a proper little proper proper fangirl moment for me. A little bit there. I don't normally get them. I'm normally quite jaded to that kind of stuff. But I was like, oh, yeah.
5: oh,
2: yes, this is going to be interesting." Oh, and it's not my problem. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, but look who's made it my problem. <laughs> <laughs> You are so welcome. <laughs> yes. uh, but but yeah, that that fight, I tell you what, it's that fight and and the fight the the sort of the next big fight, um next big fight, I guess. The 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 fight in the throne room. Um, you know, it really kind of brings home the importance of cardio. It does. <laughs> <laughs>
0: cardio and counter spell,
2: two uh, very important
0: things that uh, yeah. when you don't have <laughs>
3: In both of those fights, my characters were pretty useless. Mm-hmm. I mean, um in the one shot, I did deal the kill, but only after I kept chasing the motherfucker for days because <laughs> I only had twenty five feet. I know it's only five feet less, but it seemed like a lot
5: <laughs> yeah. Um,
3: yeah. and then and then, with the like with the throne room, I'm like, yeah, so someone doing something on the other side? No, nope. Okay, I'm just gonna keep behind the gas, basically.
2: Mm. <laughs> Do you know what? I am. I'm so pleased we kept Archpriestess Lauren alive. <laughs> <It's> damn close. <laughs> you know, because you know, I feel like it wasn't it wasn't a, a foregone conclusion that she'd die necessarily, but I also felt like it wasn't wasn't particularly on the cards that she'd survive either. Mm. It's one of those things. A, a little bit like. Um, a little bit like running for Valmin, whether we could get to in time. Um You know, he there was a good chance she was going to die. Yeah, I mean, I think, and oh, cool. and we kept her alive, and I, I feel like that 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 was more for um more for kind of Atlas's sake, really, because you know he he would have been well pissed off if other people had died and he hadn't, mm-hmm. because that kind of meant he didn't do his job.
5: Yeah,
0: I mean, I hope um I hope finally. Facing off against an illuminated lived up to the hype as it were <laughs> took took a long oh, yeah. road to finally fight one of them one on one and uh
4: mm-hmm.
0: yeah
5: <laughs>
2: it was it was kind of it was kind of the the close close to being the perfect boss fight really
5: hmm. um
2: in terms of that it was it was tough enough, but we could do it, but kind of only just you know hmm. there were there were, it was it was it was on a knife edge for so long and I remember recording that um Rogar reacts to it um for our um patron yeah you just re listening to it again with with um with with you guys it was just a case of back and forth back and forth the power is with her the power is with us the power is with her yeah yeah it just kept switching up and it's like oh now now we're fucked oh oh now now we might do it oh now we're fucked again <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Yeah, and it it kind of. I I hope it comes. I hope it comes across that to you guys, you listeners as well, because certainly felt like it, and certainly listening back myself, it it was like that.
3: Yeah, she's the weakest one, wasn't she? Oh yeah, oh yeah. (laughs) We're all gonna die.
2: (laughs) Oh, undoubtedly.
3: Yeah.
0: (laughs) And uh, well, speaking of the Illuminated, if we go back to our arc two run through here, next up was the. fateful, meeting with uh, Oswald as he kind of opened, opened all of your eyes to the wider world and what was going on, and set you on the path of confronting this war that you kept hearing about. It seemed to link a few things together, but at that point in time you weren't entirely in the know yet. You didn't have all the puzzle pieces. Only recently they've started to fall into place. But not only did he direct you towards the war... He set you on the path to going to your fortress. He also revealed to Rogar just who'd been pulling his strings. Uh, a character and villain we haven't mentioned yet, who I've had a lot of fun with in Arc 2. The Nightmare Man, or as he was revealed to be, Melkorak, one of the
1: Illuminated. One guy.
3: I mean, I mean Bunker, did you give him the name The Nightmare Man?
1: Uh, possibly.
3: Um, yeah, did... Come up with the name Nightmare Man.
1: I don't. I don't want to take credit for it, but I may have done because <laughs> I don't. obviously I didn't know who he was. Mm. Um no. But yeah, he he he's worrisome. Um, <laughs> That's a descriptor. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know. But then again, there's 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 a lot of shit coming back on Rogar right now. Um, <laughs> so. You know I think I might have to deal with it one thing at a time.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it kind of kind of feels like Tommy had a bad day, but Rogar's about to have a bad few weeks
1: uh yes. <laughs> yes, I have a seriously bad feeling, but you know it it's it's uh it it's one of those, and uh, you know it's the advantage of having a character who so far can't die um yeah, you know, I love the caveat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it has to be done because you never know. Yeah, just because you never know. But I mean there must be the I, I don't I don't know if I'm supposed to elaborate on how I feel about him. Yeah, go for it. Here's the place. <laughs> yeah. The way the way I see it is there must be a reason he in particular was chosen for Rogar. Now, whether it's some you know whether it's uh a spiteful thing that, you know, he's been chosen for Ogar or whether it's because there's something in particular, you know, this particular quest is for him per se, not, you know, not for the, the whispering man or, it's you know, not for something that Azrahim needs, but it's something Malchorek needs. Uh, you know, the, 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 there has to be a reason for it. and, There has to be a reason that Rogar in particular was chosen to do it, because otherwise you would have chosen Steve. (laughs) Yeah? And Steve (laughs) got the easy route of going to the plane of Earth, which is something that we were supposed to go and do, but I'm assuming now don't have to. You don't know if he's gotten to the plane of Earth. You know, he was attacking some druids. Yes. But he did say that they should have given it to me, Mm. or I can understand why. They originally gave it to me. Yeah, he did.
0: There's, there's something there.
1: <laughs> yeah. So there's something there, and you know, I, like I say, I just think on a po- as a positive, trying to think of it in a positive manner, is that okay? He's, you know, he's clearly a horrible being, and he, you know, it's been, you know, and I've been warned about him or whatever. But there has to be a reason that they've been paired together. So, there, there is, there is a. There, it's not just a. He can do whatever he wants to Rogar because he clearly needs Rogar for something. Otherwise, there's no. There, it doesn't make sense to do that. Once I've, I've already met the Whispering Man, in, you know, Niall himself, you know, and spent a good deal of time with mm-hmm. him, mm-hmm. you know, it's just, it's just something in the back of, it's just something that, that that's how, that's what plays on my mind when I think about it.
2: So it's what I you're don't... saying, what you're saying is there's method to the madness. Yes, there
1: is. Quite <laughs> well, it literally. It's method. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. I don't know if you guys agree with me or not, but... <laughs> Well, he he yeah,
2: he clearly wants something out of you. It's just just whether or not he will reach the end of his tether and get Steve to do it. You know, they they that you know, you're saying he he hasn't he won't actually do anything to you. Well, potentially he still needs you to do something, but he might need you to do something. But he might be able to find others to do it.
3: Yeah, you might not be the only person that's been tasked with this.
2: Or you might be the only person who's tasked with it at the moment, but if you fail or you don't deliver...
3: Yeah, because he's like, hurry the fuck up. And you're like, nah. (laughs) (laughs) I'll get
2: to it when I get to it, dude. Chill out. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I don't don't know. I don't know. I mean, I wouldn't... I don't know. I guess I guess I, I, I get where you're coming from, definitely. I do feel like there is more to it than just you know there there is a reason why he's doing it and there's a reason why you're the one that he's been tasked with yeah but and maybe there's a maybe there's a test going on here for for you or maybe there's a test going on there for him but yeah. whether or not whether or not it has to be you i don't know or whether yeah. whether whether he is he is prepared to go yeah you have not done it so moving on plan b hmm,
3: or we're maybe. just reading way too much into it
2: uh, it could be, but but or maybe with what we're reading into it, it helps define what it ends up being. <laughs> <laughs> I
3: like your thinking.
2: <laughs> yeah. So that's why I'd never give cooks in too many ideas.
5: Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> never, never say the worst thing it could be out loud.
5: DM mm. furiously <laughs> yeah, um,
2: takes notes. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it wasn't going to be, but <laughs> yeah, it could be. I don't know. Uh, all I know is I'm glad he's not talking to me in my dreams. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> Yet. <laughs>
2: mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I'm enjoying yeah. the character so far, at least. <laughs> no, I mean, I'm, I'm just, just threatening to stab people in my dreams. It's cool. Yeah. <laughs> Sleep stabbing. Old stabbing Tom. <laughs> uh,
0: which I think Kind of neatly leads us on to the the most recent part of Arc Two, which has been Rogar getting reunited with uh, Lysandra Martin, which starts to form his little cult up. Tommy and Sophia making their way through the forest towards their new fortress, running into a sniper along the way and taking care of him, and then the big battle to take back what is in theory rightfully yours. Which that was a, a tense one. I, I didn't know how tense it was going to be when it started, but uh, I had fun with uh, the Fate Weaver.
2: <laughs> Fucking Fate Weaver, man! Fucking Cloudkill! Oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I tell you what, Cloud Cloudkill is 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 not the world's best spell, but it is an awful spell against us when you have set it up in an arena. <laughs> yeah,
3: yeah. with <We're> a corridor. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you guys
2: decided
0: to stay in the corridor. That's not my fault.
3: <laughs> oh, if Salam
0: had run through it, she might have just died.
3: Yeah, <laughs> yeah she she would have died.
0: Poor Jeff. Poor, oh
3: poor Jeff.
2: Jeff. Poor Jeff. <laughs>
5: yeah.
2: So close to being a person. If if any of you listening right now would like to be killed on GTNP, <laughs> you can become a patron
0: Hey, don't just like Jeff was. D- don't mock that appeal. I'm sure there's some people out there like it would be an honor
2: to die on GTNP. I, I I you know.
0: Let's kill Monday.
3: Steve now.
2: pull <laughs> Paul P- 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 is is on there. He is
3: Exactly. It's killing.
2: <laughs> he is a tower. <laughs> <laughs> How do you kill a tower? <laughs> I mean, we know light, <laughs> okay. I suppose, but where there's a will, there's a kill. <laughs>
4: <laughs> I
2: mean you know you know the one the one great thing about the colour out of space that we fought is that after that everything's fair game you know
1: <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah you fought light you can fight anything yeah. <laughs> i
0: like the i like being a i like making a, a con, the concept of light terrifying it's just a wonderful is, yeah. boss fight
2: <laughs> but but i also also like you know it doesn't have to bleed for us to kill it as well so we we prove predator wrong yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean uh
0: oh, i I had such fun when I finally got to use Circle of Death on you guys as well. But that, that's a good spell. That's
2: uh, it's not a good spell.
0: Oh, it's, been... <laughs> it's, it's a great spell
2: to cast.
3: <laughs> I mean, wow. how many times did Tommy die?
2: He went down three times,
4: I think.
1: Yeah. Jeez.
2: It was. It was. It was tough. That was. That was. That was Tommy's Rocky moment, without a doubt. Yeah. It was like, or or, or Tommy's Captain America moment, you know. I could do this all day. <laughs> 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 Leaking blood.
3: We had cleric Rogar. It was fine.
2: We did. Yeah. We had we had Rogar. Rogar bringing the
0: heals. Mm. And to be fair, if that room hadn't been cleared out a bit earlier, that that uh, Tommy going down multiple times could have been a hell of a lot more dangerous. <laughs> all it takes oh, yeah. is one skeleton just to stab you because it's under commands to kill everyone. <laughs> yeah,
2: I was. It was. I mean, if he if he just stayed in one fucking place, we'd have we'd have cleaned him out quite quickly. But the fact he could just bait and switch us all the time—that mm-hmm. uh, that is that is our a real weakness of our party—is mm-hmm. people who can nope the fuck out of a fight.
4: <laughs>
2: yeah, and to be fair, I, I loved the moment in that fight, and
0: I'm sure you guys aren't quite as fond of it, but I loved the uh, the bit where Tommy. Misty steps away from the orcs, charges at Desorn, tries to just go for the knockout blow with the uh, Ring of the Ram, misses, and then just
2: takes a level four blight to the face. It's, oh, that's
5: <laughs> it was
2: it was it was brutal. That was that was like the 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 lowest point Tommy's been at a while for a while. That was yeah, and and I I, I weighed it up and I got you all you all to chip in because
5: yeah,
2: there was you know. I could do guarantee or not not guaranteed. Nothing's guaranteed, But I could do solid, almost guaranteed damage because I'd at least had two attacks on him. Or I could, you know, go for the win. And we went for the win. It did not go well. Oh.
4: <laughs>
2: um, but yeah, ring of the ring of the ram is. Because it's because you don't get to add anything to it. That's the thing. Mm. It's like a it's a it's a plus seven, isn't it, or something like something that. Like something like that, pretty, yeah. Pretty pretty high, but but then you don't get anything else on top of that, and it is just you know it's just purely then what do you roll, and yeah. Whereas whereas I get plus quite a lot more to a you know with a, with, a, with a um with that with a short sword plus two for example, I get plus eleven to hit. Yeah. So it's, it's significantly more likely to hit. So you know you, you you are risking it, risking the whole whole attack on one shot, which could do a huge amount of damage if you're lucky. Yeah. And yeah, it's it's only been lucky once. It was amazing when it was.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I just think sometimes you've got to you've got to gamble. At the end of the day, we're we're gambling you know gambling pie really. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah.
2: I mean, when you when you when you're kind of punching up at these kind of things, you have to be, don't you? You have to pull yeah. out all the stops and go for it. But um, yeah. yeah, you win some, you lose some. That blight like, just felt like a fucking <laughs> slap in the face after I'd already been
4: kicked.
5: <laughs>
2: <laughs> I think
0: the thing I think about this as well is um, there's there's an element of entertainment, right? And I don't just mean for people listening. I mean just all round when you're playing a game, like. Yeah, as a Lystra, I could have just flown into the air and spammed Chill Touch until you all died. Great. Yeah. That, that's, that's a fo- that's a fun six-hour fight, right?
4: <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, you go in, you gamble, you try to go for the kills, you, you try up the tension so that it's coming down to a single dice roll to see who lives and who dies, and when you play that game, th- there's opportunity for it to go horribly wrong. And sometimes that's the most fun.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Play, play playing it safe has its uses some some of the time but yeah you you've got to, you've got to use the abilities you have you got to use those options and and try it out and vary the fight mm. because as you say we we could just sit there and stab everything until it died yeah <laughs> but it wouldn't be the most interesting thing to listen to or the most interesting thing
0: to play indeed and that's the thing you you want everyone to have fun dm players listeners that's that's kind of the goal right <laughs> And that particular fight, I guess we kind of put a pin in it, because Desorn didn't get what he wanted, but he didn't die. And now you guys have finally taken over your fortress, and you're starting to, as I mentioned earlier, put all these puzzle pieces together, and now your eyes are set upon, well, first the gnolls and the orcs, and maybe the giants afterwards,
2: as you... Oh, this war effort comes into your crosshairs.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. And, um... And just, yeah, a, a little shout out to to upping R4 there as well.
5: Yeah, um,
2: yeah. I, I that 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 fully makes up for the abysmal dice rolling, um, <laughs> during the fight. <laughs> uh, roll rolling about as high as I could to um to upgrade R4 and turn him into a sort of you know, he is still a supporting character and it will always be, but you know, a, well, a slightly more versatile, slightly more survivable one. I feel like he's earned it. Me too. Yeah. A, a robot he may be, but you know he's a he's a he's a fully full member of the party. Yeah, he just he kind of he's always there. He's kind of reliable and dependable. Hmm. He may not do a lot of damage, but hopefully that'll change now.
3: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I can't wait for him to like get out there and do some damage.
0: Be murdered by Karnak.
1: Probably,
2: as we all <laughs> will be. Have some faith, people I <laughs> you you, you you're, you're talk you're talking to Tommy Well you're talking to us, but you're talking to Tommy and Sophia about faith. I guess Sophia's got a bit more, but Tommy Faith I
0: this is one of those things that is a DM, I can't tell you anything, but there's so many aspects to what's gonna go down here and I'm just I'm glad I've got a little bit of a break to think exactly how it's gonna play out. 'Cause obviously I know your guys' plan and I don't know like how you're gonna do it when I present certain things to you. You'll change things on the fly, there'll be roles, etc. But I have to think overall what's gonna interact with what. And the introduction of Karnak to the scenario was not originally envisioned. So
3: <laughs>
5: <laughs>
1: Yeah
3: <laughs> oh, hell. Well done, Bunko. <laughs>
1: I, seriously, I'm I'm telling you now, it it's so insane, it's gonna work.
3: <laughs> oh, you dumbass motherfucker! <laughs> it's it's like it's just, it makes sense. I'm telling you now. I'm I'm telling you. The, the... As long as you're happy, dude. Merry Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> no,
1: just oh. seriously. The, the, there's, there's there's only I'm telling you it's going to work I, I just I, I have full faith it's going to work either we're going to get there and he's going to have slaughtered everybody anyway in which case well we have we, you know he's done, he's done half the job for us you know or he'll like they'll all be on his side in which case well we were screwed anyway or he's not going to be there yet and then you know we're going to get in you know and he'll come part way through Okay,
2: I'm tr- I'm just trying to think of analogies for this, but I can't quite, can't <laughs> quite get it. I don't know you, you, you kind of, you kind of, you got this idea that you want to sneak into somewhere to do something, and then some, you get a text off a dude who want, who dude who's like twice the size of you, and would crush you like a bug, and you go. Yeah, fam, I'm, do- I'm down. Let's square <laughs> up, right? Meet me at the place I'm trying to fucking sneak into, and we'll go toe to toe.
4: Yeah. 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 <laughs>
3: That's all you can say about that, really, isn't it?
2: But but I mean, I I love your optimism, dude. I really do. And um, I I I honestly I am. I hope
1: it turns out the way you think it will. Look, I'm telling you, right? We all know who we all know who the Punisher is, don't we? Yep. Mm-hmm. Yes. Right. Did we all see the Daredevil Netflix series? Yep. Yes. Yep. Right. So the story of how his family dies, yeah. Is they at the park and then they set well, they set him up. They get three rival gangs to all meet in this park. They all start shooting each other. The family gets shot. He gets shot. Everybody dies. Yeah. That is what I'm trying to do here. Trying yeah. We got all... No, we've got yeah. Orcs on one side. We've got Knowles on the other side. We've got Karnak on the other, you know, the other side. We've got three rivals all in one place. Big Bang, you know. And with any luck, you know, everybody gets hit. And then, like, I, you know, rather than, you know, because I, I can't die. You know, Rogar lives, and Bob's your uncle. It's it's, it's all good. Yeah. He, so you're
2: you're basing your plan. You you know the guys who were setting this up weren't also in the park as well, just like chilling or <laughs> wanting to kill someone as well. This is what I, I.
3: It's gonna be fine, Matt. It's gonna be fine. <laughs> we'll be fine. Okay. So, Cooks said he understood. Right. Yeah, understanding and being on board with it are two <laughs> very different things. He's on
1: board with it. I've given him a new thing that he has to think about. Crap, yeah. what the hell is not going to do when he shows up in the middle of this shit? <laughs> um, cr- cr-
2: credit where credit's due, yes, it is always fun to give Cookson something new to think about. But generally, <laughs> generally it will, and almost always does, bite us in the ass.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
2: Especially when we give him thinking time. Hmm. You have to throw it at him, like, on the fly at the start of the episode. Yeah.
4: <laughs> you have to hope. I,
0: I can't be bothered to look something up or <laughs> plan it out and just go, yeah, sure, fine, whatever. <laughs>
2: uh, it's all good. It's all good. I I, I have faith that you believe it's going to work. And a bit, a bit like, I mean, we, we're throwing a bunch of, like, references in here, but a little bit like a 40k orc, right? For anyone who knows what 40k orc is, their tech is ass backwards and completely shouldn't work. But because they believe it will, it does.
4: <laughs>
2: it's a little bit like your plans.
3: Well, <laughs> it an interesting. It will work Let's just say that.
2: Believe in it.
1: Uh, that's 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 all that's all I can ask for. <laughs> you know, is I'm, t- I'm so got this. It's gonna be interesting. <clears throat> that, that's
4: just yeah.
0: Oh. Uh... I believe the uh, the secret subtitle to Arc 2 was You Reap What You Sow. <laughs> <laughs>
4: uh,
0: well, I mean, that kind of brings us up to the present. I think that's been a pretty extensive chat through uh, what we've done so far this uh, year and a bit.
3: <laughs> yeah. Gosh, yeah. has it been year that
2: long? Yeah, it has been. I mean, 2020, I guess as we started out, to kind of bring it re- back, all the way back around to it, it's been a funny old year and kind of makes you think just how long we've actually been doing this for because, as, as we said before, every week kind of feels the same.
0: Mm. <laughs> uh, 2000 years ago when it was only April, you know, uh... <laughs> when, we were, when we were young
2: and svelte. <laughs>
4: yeah, <laughs>
1: I'll definitely agree with that one. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Before we realized
0: what that walk to the commute every morning was doing for us. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Well, yeah, I think that's been a pretty pretty good chat through everything. Hope you guys got to uh, refresh your memories, air out your demons.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> and uh, I hope people uh, listening had fun with this as well. I mean, I'm kind of good to wrap this
2: up. Yeah, I think good so. And. Just, 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 just a, just a final thought. Um, thank you once again, Cookson, for writing such an impressively epic tale for us all to take part in. And also, fuck you
0: for all the shit you put us through. I accept both. <laughs> And I'm, I'm just happy you guys continue to enjoy and continue to put up with all that shit I throw out there.
3: Yeah, I am surprised that we keep coming back.
0: <laughs> Gluttons for the punishment, I think. Yeah, I, I'm surprised not only you keep coming back, our listener base keeps growing, and people now pay us to do this. Like, what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> it's not where I thought we'd be at this point in time, but hey, there you go. Very grateful, though. Very, very, great, very, very, very grateful. Mm. Yeah. yeah, well. Okay then, so I hope everyone listening when this comes out had a good time over the holidays, and I hope you enjoy just what 2021 has in store for GTNP. I assure you, it's going to be fucking insane. (laughs) 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 And with that, yeah, thank you for joining us, everyone. You want to join our Patreon, it's patreon.com slash gtmp. You want to chat to us, we're on Twitter. Twitter is uh, at trees and no. My players are there with their player names and GTMP at the end of it. And we also have a WordPress website and a Facebook group, all at gunpowder trees and no plots. And yeah, I think this week we're just going to say goodbye and we'll see you when we return
2: to the campaign. Bye everyone. See you later. Cheers guys. Happy, happy
3: year.
5: See ya. Unnecessary evil is the source for all things evil. Whether it's tips to write a better villain or tips on how to be a better villain. Part of the Necropoticon Network. Necropoticon. Hard to pronounce. Easy to listen. Thank you to Sirenscape for some of the
0: music and sound effects you heard during this podcast. They do amazing atmosphere and music, so
5: be sure to check them out at www.sirenscape.com. Epic games need epic music.